This is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the Internet. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 28th of October, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Iolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Welcome! Yay. After Yay. a week off. Yep. For all manner of festivities and fun and short notice crap, we're back yes. on the air. Yes. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our world. Everyone wish a happy, happy near All birthday. Yes. To Nemesis. Nemesis. Yay. Dun, dun, dun. Ten years <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? When the hell did that happen? <laughs> Something strange has gone on here. I believe it's called life. Mm. Yep. Uh, you are on the cusps of angst. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, we've had a weekend full of yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But now, we're like, but it was the female version. Yeah, but now it's twenty four or soon to be twenty four seven. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going yep. to be very tired. I can tell. Exactly. But it's the same. I mean, the reaction of you have a ten year old. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Yeah. I do not. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. Mm-hmm. No, can't life, be. It, life is 100% lying to you. Because forever and always, Nemesis will be... Watchy had to play the fire. <laughs> a moment frozen in time. An arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> Pyromaniac. Yeah. What's your oh. point? Awesome. Oh, sorry, if you good. get near a point, make it. Right. <laughs> Fumble! That's cool. Also, uh... Pre-happy Halloween to yes. everybody oh, as well. Yes. We have a midweek Halloween this yeah. year. So Weird. 
Yeah. Uh, about as close. It's, it's a Wednesday thing. So. Wednesday, so it's it's middle hump of the day. week. Yeah, right in the middle. Halloween hump day. Right. So obviously That's be safe. Favorite holiday. Yeah, exactly. Be safe. Get candy. Get candy. Get candy. Get candy. Get candy. Must get candy. Right. Well, when you're older, it's more like get a drink, get a drink, get a drink, get a drink, get a shot, get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> that is candy. It's like, that Air are. quotes. Candy. Candy. <laughs> hmm. It's like on the uh, Colbert show where they were showing some guy who was feeding his cows candy. Because it was cheaper than yeah, corn. It was cheaper than corn. Yeah. It's like, hmm. So now you can get your candy from your cow. And Just the, eat steak and you're getting your you know, milk duds. And the way. observation <laughs> they made there, of course, is, and this, of course, candy made with high fructose corn syrup, syrup, which, which is, is made more- from corn. <laughs> which is somehow cheaper. So, exactly. <laughs> Explain this to me. Uh, and of course, before we go too much further, yeah. tangents are kind of a big deal. Seeing as you know, we've already gone off on many of them. Right. Yes. And joining us in Internet Relay Check. I don't know if he deserves that. He was late. Or was he now? <laughs> yes, he yeah. was. No praise. Absolutely. Not when you don't show up on time. Yeah. You weren't even here last week. Yeah, but we called. <laughs> I see. <laughs> At least we and notified that makes you. all the difference. <laughs> we hey, neither were you, apparently. <laughs> so there. No, no, we, we did. We, we, we looked up last weekend and went, yeah, no. <laughs> that is not going to happen this weekend. We love everybody, but no. There are limits. It's okay. Yeah. It's done. Yep. It is done. It's in the past. What does it matter? It's in the past. Right. It's exactly. It's, past. it's done. So in IRC, you will find our producer, Nay IRC rep, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White. There, I'll only play half hey. of the drop-in. Is that, yeah. that, is that punishment enough? Yes. Yes. Punishment sufficient. Right. <laughs> if you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send your personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will bring it to our attention. Please don't PMS during the show. You'll just be ignored. Yes. He did say that he was here, but the internet was fighting him. And to that, I say, then you should be a better fighter. The interwebs. Yeah. Subdue them. Exactly. I, 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 you know, many people get defeated by the internet, but, you know, anything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. True true, true champions rise above. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or simply walk away for that matter. Some of these people that, that get bullied online, there is an answer to that. Stop making Facebook pages. Exactly. <laughs> it's like there is an answer. Yeah. An answer. There's, um, Walk away is one of the answers. No. Uh, apparently not an option. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. Stand your ground rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Florida. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh. I have a... Um, I, I'm going to have to read this when we get into geeks in a gaming world. I, I saw the, the highlight and went, they're late to the party. Uh, we're going to read about it in the next segment, but there's a Rice University offering a course with Skyrim assignments oh, yes. in it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I did that in 2006. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> with World, of, with world of Warcraft. You're late, Rice University. I'm sorry. You've been beaten <laughs> to the punch Fail. many, many, many times yeah. at this point. But they actually, I think they're, well, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. When we get yep. there. So, um, an honest to God miracle has occurred. <gasps> really? What, happened? what would that be? You're questioning your atheism? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> then it's not a miracle. <laughs> Still don't believe in the invisible man. Uh-huh. Um, no, but uh, the raffle. For our ever-increasing pile of loot. Yeah, no kidding. Which we, right. just, we if nothing else, we need to get this the hell out of our house. <laughs> yeah. So, if you visit either the Facebook page 
or just go to the front page of vtwproductions.com or go to the Casually Hardcore page. You will see a link to the raffle that we have set up on, and I love the name of this service, Rafflecopter. It sounds like a strange game. It should have a sound effect with it. You're correct. Exactly. Not sure if that's a copper copter or dubstep. No, dubstep. Anyway, the link to the raffle is in place. I put in a good solid two-week runtime to give plenty of time for people to listen to the podcast, download, and participate. Uh, one entry per person, please. The list o uh, Fat Lutes. Fat Lutes so far, because you guys came in. With another added They brought loot. Yeah. <laughs> they brought loot. See, we come bringing, bearing gifts. Yeah. What more do you want? Booze. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see that. I, after what and the booze, after what the booze did to me <laughs> on Friday, jack. I'm reasonably certain I spent all my prize money on ale and whores. Ale and whores, hookers and blow, Jeez. exactly. <laughs> so, oh my god, this is a completely free, no purchase necessary. No, we're not gonna. You know, all all we need is a an email address just to make sure people aren't multiple entering. Uh, you know, we're not gonna sell your demographic information. We just want to give this stuff away. Yeah. So enter with your proper email address because that's the one we're going to contact to receive shipping address from uh, should you be a winner. And so far the prizes exi- uh, consist of... Now I'm going to laugh openly at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free. My smart cover isn't so smart anymore. It really isn't. Let's see. Fud. A new version of the iPad is shipped, so yes. all of these ones are now Super obsolete. Mine's super Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Mine is volume. definitely obsolete. It, yeah. And Come on. Dax is using a one. I'm on a two. I'm on a two. That looks like a two. Yeah. A two. yeah. So, and now they're on three. Or are they considering like it a four? four. Or what? Did they give it a designation? Because they updated It's the just three. the new Retina iPad is all they're calling it. Right. And, of course, they have the Mini, but... Um, Which we'll talk about right. later on. Yeah. Sure. So, the prizes... Are not... Do not include an iPad, by the way. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Unless somebody's donating. No, no, no. no. crazy. There is no conversation. iPad. Yeah. We have one... <laughs> we'll include a notepad, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of As in a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah, a piece of paper with pens. Uh, <laughs> let, them, let them think big. <laughs> one large PAX Prime 2012 goodie bag. One large PAX East 2012 goodie bag, courtesy of Deathformer. One full Nerdtacular 2012 goodie bag. Two small PAX Prime goodie bags. Basically bags and assortment of stuff we picked up. It's not the full goodie bags. One full show's worth of segment sponsors, so you can write three oh. three uh, segment intros that we have to read on the air. Mm. Uh, limitations include ex- no excessive profanity, racism. A little bit of profanity is okay, but excessive is yeah, exactly. absolutely out. Basically, Wheaton's law applies. Like, don't be a dick. Okay, right. right. But you can write three segment intros, and we and specify who has to read it, what kind of funny voice they have to read it in. Oh, great! Uh, <laughs> for a show which we dedicated basically to you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that everyone loves Gnomewise so much. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think be. we want Gnomewise doing the "I'm a Baby Dragon" voice for his entry, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there. He does a really good Baby Dragon voice. I, on the other hand, am not impressive at all. So please don't bother asking for me to do things because I am not funny. This is my baby dragon voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I'm a baby dragon. 
Nope. <laughs> Will and you sing with me? <laughs> not at all. And the gift that Dax and Grail brought with them today, a code for the Walking Dead Episode 4 Xbox 360 game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get your Episode 4. It's, I think it's about a you know, five ten dollars value there. Mm-hmm. So if we come across more stuff we've collected over mm-hmm. the last year and a half, two years, we'll add them to the list. We've got the full two weeks during which to expand the prize pool. But that's the beginning prize pool. I have noticed a bunch of people have already realized that the post was out there on the Facebook page because there were already a bunch of entries. Cool. Nice. So, we want lots of entries. Yeah. Yep. It is available. You can enter either just with your email address or you can log in via Facebook and use that as your entry method, uh, your choice. And their system was designed such that you either had to require someone to do something like submit a picture or submit a written form or answer a question. So the question you're going to answer, to, you're going to answer is, do you want to enter the contest? And just say yes, and you will be entered. <laughs> Simple as that. Wait, wait. Oh, man, we could have made events or real questions, and you picked, do you want to enter the contest? Yes. Ah. I want this done. Whatever. How I long think have we been promising to do this and not getting it done? We could have had it done and had funny quotes. Yeah. I think that the question yes, should have been... Yes, and you could have gotten it up on the internet. So there. <laughs> you want funny questions? You find the damn rafflecopter site. <laughs> I think there could be some really funny questions out there. It's an empty field, so you can type in whatever you want. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I think at the very least, if it says... Do you want to enter the contest? If they said no, it should say too bad. You've been entered anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think whatever, whatever answer actually <laughs> gets them entered, that yeah. would be uh, awesome. Let's like remember the, uh, the mock-up of, of voting machines back when the, right. the, the, the Bush-Gore election where there was yeah. all the controversy about the oh, electronic yeah. voting machines where they would have a mock-up of the screen and then you'd move your mouse toward Gore yeah. and, and it would run away. It would jump up, jump <laughs> around. Or... or Bush would jump under yeah. your curse no matter where you're collecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, yes, no, no, yes. No. Son of a. That's right. Yeah. Not like we don't already know those have been completely. Oh, there's so many frightening documentaries out there showing over yeah. time and how time hackable, again. hackable yeah. those machines how are. How utterly just, hackable they are. I don't like to think too closely about that. It just makes me no. sad. Not so, as close to an election, no. No, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> you can just rock me to sleep tonight. I know. So check out the. Uh, submission page either on Facebook or on the uh, main page of Versus the World Productions and get your entry in there. Uh, so not next Sunday, but the Sunday after. We will press the button in the Rafflecopter randomizer and it will list our winners and what they have won. And we will contact you for shipping information. Right. Um, and good luck. Yeah. And please Easy peasy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's right. And yes, it's a freaking miracle. It's like... I know. We've had them forever. Yeah. It just yeah, I kind of tidied them up and sorted and see what exactly we've got there. We move at a deliberate pl- pace here. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. But Slow, steady, deliberate. Sure. Yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll plan that. Yeah, exactly. Not, exactly. Yeah. Not Measured. Not procrastinating. <laughs> yeah, there is no procrastination right. here. It is all carefully considered, are, which is why everything that we do goes off without a hitch. We are mm-hmm. like Middle Earth wizards. We are neither late nor early. But we, we, arrive we arrive precisely, precisely when we intend, when we intend to. to. <laughs> yep. That's right. I'm, I'm looking good. through the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Casually hardcore inbox and seeing all the incoming wire transfer with the attached zip.exe file. 
Ah. Oh, really? <laughs> like, All right. Ooh, I should open that like, yeah. one, like one of my clients did this week. <laughs> oh, we no. got this complaint from the Better Business Bureau, and we tried to open it, and now we've got this virus, and could these possibly be related? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Why, <laughs> Could yes. they not be related? <laughs> really the question. Paid by the hour, paid by the yeah. hour, paid by the hour. At which point I say, one of us is working, one of us is working, <laughs> one of us is working. We'll take it. So uh, basically... You depend on people's stupidity for your... In some No, places. I'd much rather be doing the fun IT <laughs> stuff, like you know, rolling out tablets or uh, right. fun mobile computing stuff. Rather Playing than with virtualization, yes. and working through like cloud solutions. twice every so many months. This gives you a lot of work. Of the really annoying kind. <laughs> well, that reminds me, speaking about rolling out tablets, so the Microsoft Surface has yes. now released the RT version. As well as Windows 8. And well, mm-hmm. Windows 8. The RT Surface does not integrate with Active Directory. What? <laughs> <laughs> we found that out at my job last week. So week. no email then? Yeah, my my security yeah. guy was just like, I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, are, is Microsoft deliberately trying to shoot themselves? It, it was unbelievable. So Turn gun 180 yeah. degrees. Place toe on trigger finger of rifle. I mean, and <laughs> they must have just said, well, the RT is only going to be for home use because nobody would ever want to use this for a business environment. I mean, the At full, least must be their thinking. I don't know. I mean, how yeah, full I, Windows 8 Surface is going to be basically a full power right, computer that right. runs full Windows 8, but you can't get them yet. Right. Right. Uh, so all you can get is the RT. And so if you're trying to use it for a business no, and you use you. AD... Not going to Not happen. happening. Get, get used to webmail. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, man. Interesting design well, I've seen, well, I've, I've seen a beta of the Outlook client for RT. Okay. So when that ships, that ships. I'm sure they'll, they'll probably correct. Because it was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, like it's something that they have, they have to have it. It's not, they have to, they have, have, it. to have that. <laughs> so... But it's a really strange thing not to include on your launch day. Right. Yeah. I No, not Windows 8 from IRC. Uh, the, uh, the version of 8 that's stripped down for the RT tablet. Right. It's called Windows not... RT. Right. 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 Windows is... 8, as far as I know, does integrate, but obviously we've just started testing. Yeah, the Windows... Yeah, in fact, I just was doing my download of my, of my demo copy of 8, which I suspended, so we, didn't have, so we have bandwidth during the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good of you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for not assuming that your bandwidth is infinite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If only. So. I got an interesting go, thing from, from Amazon. I rented a movie last night to watch with my niece. Okay. Tell them which and movie. And we had, no. And we Twilight? had. Yeah. Of course I knew it was it. Twilight. <laughs> um, she want, she's 17. And yeah, the last movie's fun. coming out soon. Yeah, so, she's, you know, you got to rewatch all up. of them to catch up because it was such intricate story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was such a complicated storyline. Exactly. The depth of um, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it hung up several times during the actual showing oh. of the film. It was it was streaming. It, it was streaming. It was very Aww. poor quality. Um, you know, just and and no, there's no other way that I would actually rent that film than, than with the relative anonymity of streaming. <laughs> but I got an email from Amazon this morning that said we noticed you had poor playback quality on your film rental last night. Wow. Here's your money back. Wow! Awesome. And really? they automatically refunded the two ninety nine we awesome. spent renting this film. And I was like, first off, 
You're paying attention to the fact that you rented it. You're watching the quality of the stream that went out. out. Yeah. And then you decided independently that you're going to give me money back. That's yeah. awesome. Good for them. Go Amazon. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm almost never in the, you know, and I like Amazon. I mm-hmm. work with Amazon in terms of just like all the time. I do all my reading with my Kindle and all, yeah. I have tons of transactions with them. But it was really interesting to get that email and go, huh. And well, then they, I got the next email saying it's been processed. Wow! Oh, and very done. cool. And I was like, "Whoa!" Well, they That's need some awesome. good press because their other press in the past couple of weeks has been the remotely wiping someone's entire account, including their Kindle, and refusing to tell the person why. Right, just telling Don't. them that they're banned for life. They're banned for right. life, and they even—I mean—the the reason they gave was due to an account that we have calculated is somehow affiliated with yours. Yeah. So they're, not, they're saying outright, there was no activity on your own account. But our algorithm thinks you're somehow connected to this other account and based on things that other account did, we're banning you and we're not going to tell you why. Have a nice wow. day. Wow. And they Oof. wiped everything. Well, I mean, when, you when, know, all when, of you, her... when your account is closed, your Kindle goes blank. Yeah, yeah right. of course. But the fact that they would not say why other than an affiliated account that is not yours, that we, that, that we have calculated is somehow affiliated with yours huh. through methods we will not reveal. That's not good. And, of course, it went viral and they, they now went, have went to back and backpedal. undid it. Yeah, oh, of course. Wow. After but, it went but, hugely but the, viral. But the people who don't get their story to go viral remain screwed. The fact that they're just doing these analyses. Yeah. Right. They're, what, what I assume they're trying to, to catch is people who... Screw Amazon on one account and then show up on a new account. Possible. And they're running analyses to see if it's, if it's a, a previous violator returning under an, an assumed name. So they're looking for address similarities, credit card similarities, something. And it obviously it triggered this system, but obviously the system gets false positives. And they, give you, they won't tell you why, so you can't argue it. And they don't even have an appeals process. They say, no. Shh. Your appeals process is to hope that Reddit picks up your story and it goes viral. Ow. Well, that's not good. Yeah, this, this is the problem I have with, with DRM. <laughs> Just uh, well, surprising because Amazon it, historically has been pretty good for customers, obviously. Right. No, they've been. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's the other yeah. side of the coin. Well, and that's yeah. just it. I, I mean, I think you guys had told the story of your Kindle that yeah. broke. We had a Kindle that broke. And literally contacted them, went through the diagnostic with them on the phone. They sent us the new Kindle, and we had 30 days to send the old one back, and there was no charge. Right. So literally, we got a a, a reconditioned Kindle that's been brilliant, mm-hmm. um, has worked wonderfully, and it, so normally their customer service, I think, yeah. is is phenomenal. So I, I look at those stories and I say, absolutely, that's something that's broken, and they need to look at and they need to fix. But broadly speaking, I, I haven't had the big evil vibe. I yeah. know they're big. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the evil vibe from them. Well, broadly. I understand what they're trying to do because there mm-hmm. are absolutely. I mean, I spent ten years in retail, and there are people who professionally game the system. Oh, of course, absolutely. And they're trying to minimize the damage that those yeah. people do. It's loss for them. So, right, yeah. right. It's mm-hmm. straight loss. Yeah. But unfortunately, the the tool is obviously imperfect. Yeah. So, well, again, uh, we are paying the price because there's jerks. In the other world. sad news. I haven't read the article, but I saw somebody linked it on Facebook was that Amazon's going to start charging sales tax here. Yeah. In That's actually it's going to happen everywhere. A lot of uh, online, um, a lot of online retailers. retailers were having that issue because they have to start charging right. tax and they were really upset about it because that's 
kind of the one edge they have versus people going. Yeah, because you have to wait. Because you have to wait for the item. Right. But that was a big plus side. Plus well, side. I don't have no to pay eight percent. You know, sales yes, tax. Well, there's more yeah. to that story. Yeah. Because the reason they've suddenly decided to fall in line with all these states who've been demanding sales tax from them is that Amazon's goal, their next level, is same-day delivery. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're going to be putting distribution centers everywhere, all over the damn place. So huh. their argument that, oh, we don't have a presence in your state is about to it's go about away. about to go away. Because mm-hmm. they're going to have distro centers in every state. I wonder what that will mean for Prime then. What more will you get for Prime? Yeah, why, well, right. why would no I No charge same-day delivery. Because oh, uh, it will probably be a hefty, ah. ch- a hefty fee for same-day delivery. So if not, they're just going to let them sit on the shelf for a few days before they deliver it? <laughs> hmm, interesting. Well, a matter of... Prioritizing. It, yeah, right. That's a matter true. of what you does know. it cost them to have their fleet of vehicles that sure. run around doing same day versus just giving it to FedEx ground. Right. So right. it'll be... They, they've obviously done the math on this. Interesting. But yeah, everyone is, is assuming that because they let slip that they're going, they're shooting for same day delivery. So I said, oh, okay, now your sales tax in every state thing makes perfect sense right. because you're going to have you're going to have no leg, you're going to have no leg to stand on. Right. right. Yeah. Well, although it is interesting though, you know, just the range of shipping dates that you get from from Amazon. Because yeah. I did do I did do an order from Amazon last week, and so I ordered I think six items. Five of the six items. Um, shipped like the the 21st of October, right. and I got them on the 23rd of October or something like this. That's pretty good. So it was two day, and it was the I, I'm a Prime member, right. so it was free all the way up. Um, the last item shipped on the 21st of October, uh-huh. and I have no idea where this item is going in transit. It will not get here until approximately November 16th. Holy crime. I'm like, is it coming from Bangladesh? <laughs> where, where, where is it coming is from? It on I'm a like, boat? Did, 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 the moon. It is, is, is it coming from the moon? Is it, is, it, is it coming from Mars? Because, I mean, I can order custom jeans yeah, from, from India. India, and they will get here Faster. in three weeks. Maybe it's like a relay, and, like the Olympic and that torch. Counts and making, it I'm off. literally like, they're walking it here. I'm like, what are they doing? But it literally shipped the same day as wow. everything else. But the notification was, it will arrive on or about November 16th. That's and I was strange. like, that's hilarious. I think that's And there get. was no accelerated delivery available for that one. I think that's because they're getting it directly from the... Uh, from the, from plant, the company, like from yeah. the company, yeah. Because that's what happened with um, Matthew's order for his costume. Mm. Is the same thing. Is we got everything right away that was on Prime, and the things that weren't, right, took like a week and a half to get here. Yeah. So it was really interesting. Just to, I was like, wow. It's like but five, I've been using. It's like eighty-seven percent or eighty-two yeah. percent arrive <laughs> yeah. arrive within forty-eight hours, and the other one is like apparently it's gone to the North Pole it's first. Just going. And yeah. we were discussing how what a great price. I mean, $70, I think you pay $70 yeah. for Amazon Prime. Right. It's totally worth it. Absolutely. 100%. It's completely yeah. worth it. For but, the, you get the free streaming right. on a, a reasonable on a good number of yeah. a good number of stuff. Yeah. And the you know, the free shipping just pays for itself in a, in a couple of three, five next yeah. day airs. Maybe. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, and, you'll look at that and it's worth and it. And I ended up buying the, the um, Doctor Who series. I just mm-hmm. the season pass yeah, the or season whatever, pass. Yeah. yeah, right to get the to get most the, recent, the most right, recent right, one. yeah, because yeah. all the other ones were free, but that one I had to buy. Yeah, right. But, I mean, still, it was only like twelve dollars. Yeah, ten or twelve yeah. bucks. And then for the whole thing. sixteen or seventeen for the uh, for the HD, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 The streaming 
industry is getting into a nice, sweet, competitive place right now. Because mm-hmm. we've got the big guys of Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. Right. Really duking it out. Right. And they all have some kind of offering in the 7 to $8 range a month mm-hmm. for basic streaming or the in the case of Amazon you pay your 70 bucks a year and you get the prime free streaming and then they have all have assortments of uh pay-per-view and pay-to-go sure. stuff and then you can also go and get it on net or on iTunes if right. you need to and so you, I find myself shopping all of them going where is this particular thing because there are exclusives. some there are some that are just I'm only going to get it on iTunes sure. or I'm only going to find it on or you'll find it and it'll spend 3 months on this um, right. Vendor, and then it'll move vendors. Right, and it'll if show you want to go Voodoo, finish, and uh-huh. then so like Captain America was on Voodoo, and then it showed moved up, to Netflix, moved to Amazon, right, for pay, right, mm. and then showed up on live streaming Netflix. Netflix later. Yeah, yeah. So it's so a it's, it's interesting migration. You see, if you're willing to wait, it'll probably show up on Netflix, right. unlimited. But if you want it, you know, on launch day, you got to buy it from Voodoo, or if you are willing to wait a month, it'll show up on Amazon for rental. Mm-hmm. So it's an issue watching the, the, the AAA title, you know, f- big blockbusters had this definite life cycle of on the day of launch, you can buy it for your Voodoo library if you don't want to go to the store and you don't care about the, ex- the special right. features. And then if you want to wait a month, you can rent it, HD. Mm-hmm. And if you want to wait another month or two, you, it'll show up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they've seemed to have they found their out. timing. Yeah, yeah. They, they found their the way of getting their money where they'll get a certain percentage of people going to get the Blu-ray DVD combo. Mm-hmm. Another chunk that same day from people who are willing to, to buy their Download. online library. And then they slowly bring in the streaming services right. not too long after. And the spice flows. So that means they get plenty of money from all sources. Yeah. Which is perfect. Money, 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 money. Because I'm definitely oh, willing to pay for some things. You know, I mean. Yes. For those of you who aren't hearing it, our dog is going insane in the side yard. That's kind of what he does. Squirrel! Squirrel! All right, so as we wrap up our first segment here, let's throw out the... Call-in topic. Call-in topic of the day. So one of the things we brushed against earlier was Apple... <laughs> Don't be brushing up against things. <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally inappropriate. Seriously. <laughs> You're talking side boob here or what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cup <Cup-check>. check. Uh, <laughs> low and to the left. Anyway... The recent release from our friends at Apple, what we laughably referred to as Apple Computer, yeah, yes. uh, the Apple Gadget and Widget Company, right? They released released the much anticipated and talked about and rumored iPad Mini, 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 Mini. right? The eight-inch tablet uh, version of the iPad fits nicely in one hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically the low-powered. Entry level. The let's get it on Amazon, you know, Kindle Fire. And, they didn't really uh, go toe to toe with them though, because no, no because they wanted a higher expensive. higher price point in, yeah. the, so, in the Google Nexus tablet. Right. And so, Nexus so tablet. yeah, we're going to kind of talk through those. But they also brought out the the 13 inch um, MacBook Pro right. with, with the retina. Re- with Retina display yeah. and has yet just another come out. iteration of the regular iPad. Yep. They yep. Up that and basically they put a new browser in it and changed it to a Lightning port. Yes. So. Um, and the A6X processor. Right, right. It's a little bit faster and new port. So we've got... Uh, new Mac... They actually updated their desktop. And the iMacs finally. as well. Yeah, the iMacs yeah. got an update. 
so they, they refreshed their line. Yeah, everything. I mean, even the iPods, I think, the base iPod. Yep. I mean, ne- Nemesis one. for his birthday is getting the new Nano with the touchscreen. Oh, cool. Um, and they, they threw in nice little features like the uh, Bluetooth, so sure. it could be used with uh, the Jambox speakers, speakers we've got, and that right. kind of thing. So it's, you know, but the Shut question is, are these... Yeah. Are you impressed by these things, or are they just kind of the next logical step? And the, the buzz that people who like to criticize help say is, is it innovation right. or is it iteration? Are they just milking us for more money by adding in features that they deliberately left off the previous generation so they would have something to add in the next generation? And, and you see the Galaxy Samsung S playing on that even in the commercials yeah. and making right. fun of it. You know, you're standing in line, holding the spot in line for your parents right. as they come yes. and buy the oh, Apple Those commercials product. are awesome. Like Absolutely the the, hilarious. The headphone jack is on the bottom. He makes the, like, mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. And then the, what was that? Oh, we were exchanging a playlist. Yeah. By tapping your phone together? Yeah. Maybe we'll get that in the next, next one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this one's true 4G. Yeah, we've. Had We've that had for that, a while. yeah. <laughs> really great. Those it's great, great commercials. commercials. It didn't prevent me from going and getting an iPod, exactly. iPad, or iPhone, iPhone. five. Right, right. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know, because they, they have their hooks in me already. Of and and you'll are. be and you'll be able to chime in because I'm still I'm still driving an iPhone four. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just upgraded to iOS six. Yeah. Which was a very interesting multiple failure on my iPhone hmm. experience. Um. 20 minutes before it was due to ring for an interview. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and it was not working <laughs> at all. Firmware failure. Um, so that was fun. So warm up your copies of Skype for the fourth half of the show. Yeah. And think about, you know, is Apple still impressing you? Are you, you know, are you automatically or are you, or are you just looking at the new product saying, hmm, got to get me one of them? And if so, why? Right. Or have you just gone to the meh? And you're happy with the Apple product you have, or are you simply not an Apple fanboy and you are you Android all the way? Yeah, uh, or something else. Or something else. So let us know what you think, and we'll remind you of that as we get closer to the call-in segment. The Skype name you should have in your list is VTW Shows, or you can go to the front page of vtwproducts.com, look in the lower right-hand corner for the "I'm Online" button, and click that, but only when we tell you to. Right. Yeah. All right. We got some music coming up for you. This is the live recording of Paul and Storm doing Nun Fight from Wootstock 3.0. Always a crowd pleaser. We shall be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. 
I do believe it is the part of the set where we sing a song about boxing nuns. So imagine, just for the next five minutes or so, that we are no longer here at the Balboa Theater enjoying Woodstock. Just for a while. We are now in a vast boxing cathedral! No, actually, the, the appropriate response is, oh... I don't know why Buddhists are in a cathedral, but... <laughs> Buddhists in a cathedral is my George Harrison cover band. Yeah. 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 It's a think piece. It's a think piece is my Yes cover band. And here in our boxing cathedral, high above, a single microphone descends. Ladies and gentlemen, we present our title bout for the In this corner, weighing in at 114 pounds. By way of the sisters of Our Lady of the Immaculate Right Cross. With a record of 23 and 1. With 15 knockouts, 3 TKOs, 2 decisions, 3 conversions, and 1 exorcism. The High Priestess of Penance, the Pounding Penguin, the Assassin of the Passion, the Singing Nun, From Dublin, Ireland, Sister Mary Catherine, the habit breaker in Violata. And in this corner, weighing in at an even 82 pounds, by way of the Order of St. Adelaide of Perpetual Confrontation. With a record of 66 and 6, with one disqualification for using a The Vatican Vixen, the Pontiff's Pitbull, the original sinner, the homicidal Bride of Christ, the Assaulter from the Altar, the Undertaker, and the Mother Superior of Kicking Pasty. From Mexico City, 
Sister Maria Teresa Garcia Graziella Aguilera Delgado Francisco Diego Arroyo Rita Montoya Zapata Paquito El Guapo Abuelita De La Boom Boom Mendoza In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Cruising forward into the Geeks in a Gaming World segment. We're geeks, we game, we're geeks in a gaming world. Mm-hmm. Does, does just what it says on the tin. Says what it does, does what, what it, it says. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and <sighs> now this one in the spreadsheet was originally put in here two weeks ago before we knew we were not going to have right. a show. Right. And major props to Grail for whipping up the spreadsheet, even though when he knew he was not going to be here yep. for the show. And it made today really easy. <laughs> in the intervening time... Interesting things have happened to this company. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This would be our friends at Zynga. 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 The Great and Reviled. Right. Um, Zynga, if you don't know, are major producers of games for Facebook and also mobile platforms. They're kind of well known for stealing ideas from other people and yeah. re- repurposing them. And also buying companies lock, stock, and barrel, such as Words with Friends, right. uh, to get their popular products. And the thing that adds more gravy to this story is since this article was published, Zynga has laid off a lot, a lot of people and closed one of their yeah. major areas. And the, the kind of reprehensible thing they did is they did their announcement of their layoffs in the middle of Apple's big right. iPod mini rollout to try and have it. Kind fall of fall through, yeah, because mm-hmm. their share price is down. I mean, it's sure sad, done sad for the folks that lost their job, yeah. um, but the company itself has not done done itself any favors. Right. <laughs> their their business model has taken a big hit just because right. gaming on Facebook is down in general. Sure, um, and just their revenue model was was based on ever increasing usership. Right, right, which means it was essentially. Um, a pyramid. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's essentially a pyramid model. Yeah. And it's, it, I'm looking at these numbers and they say, yes, this particular game is down from 12 million to 7 million. And, and you know, the, the, the investors think this is terrible. And you think, how many game companies would kill for 7, 7 million, million users? Yeah. You're kidding. And Zynga's Seriously. collapsing because they merely have 7 million users on one of their flagship games well and, but i guess it also depends because so all I'm, I'm guessing all of their games are ad free to play and, and ad supported or microtransaction supported right. so if you have seven million users how many of those seven million are spending money right though, is the question well that's revealing yeah that a very small percentage must be spending right. because they need these huge numbers for it to be sustainable Gigantic numbers yeah 
So from Ars Technica, that's ArsTechnica.com, Zynga sues former Cityville exec, accusing him of stealing game ideas. Yeah. Pot, meet Kettle. Kettle. Hello. <laughs> Woohoo! Zynga, yeah. the company that has long been accused of stealing other companies' game concepts and adding the word vil to them. <laughs> uh, it's a vil. Uh-huh. I'm the barber of the vil. What? No. Yeah. Uh, is now accusing a former employee of stealing ideas from them. On October 12th, social gaming company Zynga filed a complaint in a San Francisco court against Alan Patmore, the company's former general manager for the Cityville game alleging that he stole trade secrets from the company before going to work for the competitor, Kixai. Right. In the filing, Zynga alleges Patmore copied over 760 corporate files into his Dropbox account in a folder which he allegedly named Zynga. The information taken, Zynga claims, includes know-how of core game mechanics and monetization techniques. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hard time feeling bad for them. Yeah. Even if the guy did it. Monetization techniques. Basically, if the user can click on something to make a choice... Put money around yep. that. Exactly. <laughs> That's really not that tough. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, the, add to this that right after this, their great implosion was, was announced under right. the cover of Apple's big press conference rolling out all their new iEverything. Just makes uh, it seem like not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Like our new revenue stream, uh, suing people and things. Right, and, right. Oh, the Apple model. I'm sorry. Exactly. Go to patent law. That's, That's right. Yeah. yeah. I just don't see how they would think that in an age like now, that anything would go under the radar. I mean, you never know what exactly is going to be some little insignificant detail is going to be taken up by millions of people on the Internet. Sure. So right. how uh, something as big as this is obviously going to get attention. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, they were just shooting for if it's, it's going to get attention, but maybe we have a slightly less chance if we do it during Apple's announcement. Exactly. So. Right. Sad you see. Look over here. Look over here. Look yeah. over here. Not over there. Please. Not no, 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 Not behind the curtain. Right. Pay no attention to that man to behind the curtain. Exactly. So uh, we alluded to yeah. this one in the first segment. Let's do mm-hmm. it. The, the Rice University offering a course with Skyrim assignments. And I, I've read the article um, at this point. Um, first off, great find. I always love it when we find stuff, when you find stuff like this. Yeah. Um, so this is Rice University in Houston, Texas. Um, is offering a class titled Scandinavian Fantasy Worlds, Old Norse Sagas, and Skyrim. It's only available for one semester, and it's described as basically looking um, at introducing students to fantasy as both the psychological concept and a driving force in gamer culture. And second, using those paradigms, it considers how and why medieval Scandinavia serves as a locus of modern-age Anglo-American fantasy. Mm. To these ends, students will read selections from Old Norse and Old Icelandic sagas in translation as they play different quests within Skyrim. So it it is a really interesting, again, kind of paralleling Mm. the ideas that you learn. And in this case, they actually are looking at something that everybody who is... um, even a pseudo-educated gamer understands that we're pulling this mythology from somewhere. Right, right. You know, and we're pulling it from culture, and we may be reshaping it and recrafting it to create, you know, a unique storyline. Mm-hmm. But everything is, you've got that influence coming There are in. very few new stories. Utterly sure. new stories and utterly new ideas. And uh, so I, I think it's a, it's a really interesting thing. It's interesting to me also that it's only available for one semester. Um, test drive, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we don't know, you know, if they're going to bring it back. 
And so I do think that there's there's some cool stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's good. Like you mentioned, you know, the uh, the school you worked for did a course in, or you did a course. Yes, yeah, that was it was my idea. Specifically in Warcraft uh, around leadership. Right. This one is around. Mm-hmm. This mythology. one's about mythology and the psychology um, of it. But so, there are the no ideas. Right. right. So, you know. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I think, again, it just more shows that gaming's become mainstream enough that schools are willing to use it as a teaching aid now. Well, and or, schools are willing to use it in, in – they're willing to use a commercial game right. for teaching. Yeah. They're not crafting an educational like custom, game or trying to make a, you know, sure. a, a serious game for it. Um, and that was one of the pr- premises that I had is that – Take the game and use it in the appropriate context, Mm -hmm. and you absolutely can do something real with it, and people can absolutely learn from it. In my case, it just happened to be um, becoming a team leader, becoming an organizational leader through the work that you do running guilds and running teams in almost any MMO. Um, and so that was that was the point. In this case, they're they're really using storyline and visual element, and you know, um, looking at that as as a, a paradigm for how do we create modern fantasy from yeah. um, from historical influence. Which is actually funny because Grail and I were just reading a, an article in yeah. Game Informer today that was saying um, it was from a professor and he basically said educational games suck. They do. Right. You know, the, 100%. Best, the best way yeah. really is to take games, you know, because... Right. Well, a lot of these that are the premises is that a lot of the games that people play do actually teach you certain things. Right. Right. Or they they have it embedded in there, and he just goes on to say, you know, really, you look at the budget for I think you mentioned like Halo, yeah, like mm-hmm. educational games. If they had one one hundredth of that budget, he would be really surprised. And right. I think it shows in the quality of the games. Well, and that's just it is that it, it really is. If you want to teach through gaming methodologies, right. then you need to actually fund the games, and you need to use professional professional designers, professional and successful game designers to design and build the games. Because the reality is that there is art and craft in making a game fun. Yeah, exactly. Well-designed, well-developed, engaging to the player, and something that they want to continue on. Right. So I I absolutely, it's been one of the big drawbacks of anybody doing a really successful educational game like building curriculum that embeds games within it. Right. That's been very, very difficult for people to do. Oh, yeah. And and it's primarily money yeah. and, um, and talent engagement. Level. Talent, yeah. yeah. But I think you could you could actually build a curriculum around games that already exist, that are already popular, that you, people... You could. Yes. You could. So, so not I want to learn take... how to use it spreadsheets. Let's go play EVE Online. Exactly. Right. You know, or just things like that. But, you know, right. like if you had a curriculum you know? for a certain, let's see, high school, you know, math, English, reading... Um, science, right? All those things you could possibly build an entire school's day mm-hmm. using popular. I mean, really popular. We're talking our Halos, mm-hmm. our you know right. World of Warcrafts um, games that already exist. So yeah. you wouldn't really have to reinvent the wheel necessarily. Just take the best bits of the games right. that are out there. You just there. have to well, be careful with it, especially when you look at like a series like Assassin's Creed well, that's set in mm-hmm. very historical. Decently accurate settings, at least the cities are very accurate and they have monuments and they have little details about that. Now you have to throw out the whole Templar assassin thing that really wasn't <laughs> happening. But you could still have a course that has them going around to say, okay, you're in uh, Damascus. You need to go to these five 
spots and read about the uh, you know history of it mm-hmm. and how and how you get there. You know that's up to you. If you have to whack a few people along the way, that's fine. But you know at least it gets them to you know, right. more engaged in doing the reading. I guess would right. be the way to put it. Well, um, it, I, I do. I do think that they absolutely can use games that way, and they should use games that way. One of the concepts behind it, I actually built a course called Physics for Games. And what we did was we, I took and said, this is the actual concept in physics, and this is the math underlying it, and here's how the physics engine right. simulates that or actually uses the formulas that, yeah. you know. And what you find is that they absolutely, they never use the sure. mathematical representation. They use approximations because the engines do better and perform mm-hmm. better um, using those those sorts of algorithms. Right. And so it's that, how does it translate? And we had great fun with things like ragdoll physics and sure. playing around with what, you know, when would you use, like you're doing a driving simulation. Do you actually care about friction coefficient on the tires and the types of you know, ground and there are the simulators there do an amazing job of putting those actual physics components into it. And there's no reason why you can't learn physics, particularly mechanics, in that context. Well, so and you, the students loved it. Just right. keeping it in the context of computer programming, you mm-hmm. look at how much of what organizations like Disney Pixar do now is not computer animation anymore. Right. It's computer simulation. Right. Yeah. You look at the credits and there's huge departments of simulation where they're simulating physics for things like hair and fur. Right, right. That's what the things they pioneered with Monsters Incorporated was Sully's fur Fur. was a major step forward in Mm -hmm. animation because it was not animation. It was simulation. Right. They built the physics model for the scene built the rules for how the hair would behave, and then they didn't animate the hair. They just ran the animation of the wireframe and, and, allowed, took, it and to, allowed it to happen. Yeah. Right. And so you have these people who you know, learn physics and learn computer programming who have careers in entertainment. Right. Right. Animation. Right. That but they're not even, animated. Yeah. They're simulated. Yeah, yeah. Right. And more and more of that is happening when you see things yeah. like Avatar. And, and this know, was... I was having this brave. awesome conversation yep. about this is yeah, the, the hair difference. Hair and brave was right. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, but that's the difference is a lot of these things, these simulations as they come in, they use, they, they're not using the actual physics, physics equation. They're using the good enough approximation. Right. right. And what happens is if you tried to make the computer use the math, the real math, it would take, in some of these places, the simulation would take more time than the universe has yes. to actually try and finish. So you create these, these boundaries of organic simulation structures like hair blowing in the wind and things like that and responding to input. And you use those to actually run and power something that is good enough to fool the naked eye, to create a realistic simulation, to do all of these things. And that's one of the actual um, like expanding uses of artificial life programming, mm-hmm. which you, is, you, is you, new. You, it's now, it, you cut it, it loose. It's yeah. traditionally known as cognitive intelligence or co- uh, computational intelligence. Um, in the computer programming realms. A lot of growth in that area of computational intelligence. When a lot of the things you guys are talking about also are college level, but I mean, I think a lot yeah. of these things could be used in, you know, a high school sure. or a junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, I think actually they should someone, be. Just teaching someone storytelling, like let's say you take, 
you take Bioshock and you tell them, okay, play through this game. Now I want you to rewrite the story with you not killing, you not beating the snot out of uh, what's his name, Ryan. Ryan, mm-hmm. right? With the with the golf club, how would the story have gone had you not done that? Yeah. Right. You know, and you can teach them through right. storytelling yeah. how to finish up a story, and that's something that you know an eighth grader could do. Right. So, well, also have them play through a game that is based on existing literature. Mm-hmm. So. Probably reaching a bit here, but God of War. Go ahead and go back and read some Greek mythology. Right, right. right. Yeah, of course. You and can see the tie ins with that. Right. Um, but I think it's, again, it's really immersing. The, the same article we were reading, which really it started off with just talking about why are games popular? Because right. they meet certain psychological needs of ours on a basic level. That's the, why that storytelling used to fulfill. Yeah, that people right. love. And so one of the things they, you know, to your point about Eve, they even make mention, like, what if your job involved you taking a spreadsheet and you were moving a number from here to there and then you were looking at what happened and then you were rerunning the calculation basically we just described crafting in almost any mmo right and right. what if your job could have that as kind of a front end on it and how could we record now granted there are times you have to just work but how was work today honey still, that's great i crafted ten thousand yeah, poison arrows exactly i <laughs> right. mean can you we actually start, balance the checkbook yeah but. it seems like we're really right. on the cusp educationally and just in daily lives of really starting to lev- leverage games or at least concepts that they've made popular into making everything it would, more engaging. It would be interesting to see them leverage a game into, the, the, right now, like at the kind of the height of inflated expectations. So people are looking at these going, this will solve everything. Right. And now we're starting to realize the problems with it is this idea of the, the, the MOOC, the Massively Online Open Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you see Stanford and MIT and now the right. University of Texas system has signed up for this and you'll have 120,000 students signed up for this course yeah. and then you look and 6,000 actually finished it. Right. And of those 6,000 who actually finished the course, um, only another only 4,000 of them actually passed <laughs> the class. And of those who passed the class, 83% had taken a course like that before. Oh, wow. Right? And so you're looking at, you start actually breaking down now that they're getting results. But it would be interesting to employ the concept of a massively open online course with the gaming concepts Mm -hmm. as they deployed and let students repeat as often as they wanted or needed in order to begin and bring their mastery levels up in the concepts. Because that was one of the things that was interesting about some of these. Like when you have open enrollment and things like that, but it has prerequisite knowledge. Yeah. Like I really needed to be a programmer to try and do this, and yep. I'm not a coder. So those sorts of things were some of the things that they were discovering was, you know, oh, gosh, I didn't have the prerequisite to attempt this material. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's something there that might be really intriguing to see it happen. Yep. So that was a long one on that one. Sorry, I, I, you got me going. <laughs> yep, I we got time. I know, no, no, yeah. there's no, there's no emperor's court today. Okay, so we oh, got, well, okay. then we'll move on to the next one, which this is something I thought would be is really interesting. It's not fun to hear about, but it's still something that everybody should be aware of. Which is what happens when a Kickstarter game gets canceled? Yes, 
And Which what, was a question we had at the beginning right. of the Kickstarter craze. And, right. Well, now we've seen it because, uh, yeah. let's see, GameSot reported that Rick Dakin, who raised a little right around $29,000 on Kickstarter to make a game called Haunts, the Mance Macabre, uh, posted an update informing his backers that the game had been shelved indefinitely. Apparently, both the programmers, uh, programmers working on the game left uh, the project to take new jobs, one with Google and one with an unspecified company, leaving Dakin and an artist holding the bag. So basically, no programmers. So it goes on to say, "Is no time frame for when the game uh, might be completed." Stating, "I'm still trying to, or I'm still determined to get the game out, but I no longer have any way of knowing when and how that'll happen." So it goes on down uh, further in the article. It brings up the question: What happens when a Kickstarter game fails? For Kickstarter's part, it says it requires its creators to follow through with a project, but they will not be in any way involved with refunding customers. Here's a couple notable entries from the Kickstarter fact. One, can a Kickstarter re- can Kickstarter refund the money if a project is unable to fulfill? No, Kickstarter doesn't issue refunds as transactions are between backers and creators, and creators receive all funds after fees soon after the campaign ends. Creators have the ability to refund backers through the Amazon payments for U.S. projects and Kickstarter for U.K. projects. And then secondly, why can't Kickstarter guarantee projects? We started Kickstarter as a new way for creators and audiences to work together and make things. The traditional funding systems are risk-adverse and profit-focused, and tons of great ideas never get a chance. We thought Kickstarter could open the door to a much wider variety of ideas, allowing everyone to decide what they wanted to see exist in the world. Uh, Kickstarter is full of ambitious, innovative, and imaginative uh, ideas. Many of the projects you see on Kickstarter are in earlier stages of development and are looking for a community to bring them to life. The fact that Kickstarter allows creators to take the risk and attempt to create something new is a feature, not a bug. So basically, Kickstarter goes, we bring you guys together, but once it's once you're together and the it's campaign's over, we're, we're, we're out. Well, and I think that that's uh, the reality is that when you invest in a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo or any of these areas where you're crowdfunding, yeah. you are essentially you're, you're a venture capitalist sure. at that point. You are taking the risk of putting your fund mm-hmm. in, and the risk is, will I receive the reward? So if you are, pre, let's say you're giving them $20 right. to pre-purchase the game, essentially. Like your reward at the $20 level is going to be a free copy of the game to right. download when right. it's done. You're risking that. Yeah. That, that flat out is, no matter what, you are putting venture capital forward, and if you are excited enough about it, then it should be worth it to you for that small to investment take and take the chance yeah. and understand that it may not happen. Right. But if you, I, I think that Kickstarter and, and these other crowdfunding are, are phenomenal things, mm-hmm. and they should really continue because they are a way for projects to do the things that they would never have been able to do otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I think they do allow for innovation for those that finish. Um, and they also do allow for creative failure. Yeah. And, you know, just be aware of that when you're participating. Now, to be fair, uh, the, the creator, Dakin, did say the money he's raised has already been spent. But, however, he is willing to personally refund any donors who email him directly through Kickstarter. So in his case, that's good. Um, but, yeah, again, it's, it's also about research. You just got to look at the project and see, is this something you think, that, do you believe this guy can bring it or this group can bring it to fruition? It's right. the same or, thing as... Are, the, you, are you excited enough about yeah. it to take the risk? Or, do yeah, do yeah. you even care? Right. If it, I mean, is it worth just the possibility 
Right. That that is going to happen. For that you. is the coolest idea. That even if it never comes to fruition, I am willing Lisa, to give you ten bucks. Exactly. Give it, take a shot at it. Because yeah. I mean, you do the same thing. Everybody has bought a sixty dollars game that sucks. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. if you're Absolutely. a gamer at all, you've made it a has bad happened. decision. Right. And, you know, again, it's you can do research, you can do all these things, but sometimes, you know, games just turn out bad. And, and that's, that's or life. Just, or yeah. not what you want. Or not what you wanted, exactly. And so, you know, if I was giving them $10,000 yeah. of my money, then I would be, then I'd be doing a ton of research mm-hmm. and I would be looking at it and I would be saying, you know, because you have a threshold of now I'm an investor right. mm-hmm. versus... That is an awesome idea, and I can help you a little bit. So here's my sure. little bit of help, and I would love it if you would give me my reward level right. when it comes along. Right, right. But, but I'm not going to be crushed if my you know so, twenty dollars doesn't result in my game. But this, if you're one of the two, three thousand dollar, right? Those yeah, would be ones nice. that yeah. you know I mean, you have, they're you have investing to be more. Yeah. yeah, that's why you, you you're have to reading think about it. Buyer beware. But I mean, yeah. also, and this one is a about a thirty thousand dollar failure. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. to see one of the. Big one, like the four million dollar, yeah, yeah the four even million a million dollar, dollar that's yeah. getting up there. If the Ouya never ships, right? That and that one could could be a, a big one. Um, Ouya, the the um, uh, what was the big game? The um, point and click oh, action the, adventure. Uh, the, um, the double blind, double blind, yeah, yeah. double blind studios. I can't remember what the name of the um, game is. You know, if their game doesn't come mm-hmm. to fruition, well, and they're an actual gaming studio, yeah. You know, I mean, again, same thing. You're we, taking the risk. We mm-hmm. tossed a, a money towards Project Eternity. Yep, and mm-hmm. that one finished at 4.5 million, I think. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just insane. They hit every stretch goal that imaginable. Double fine studios. Lee double Maxer fine. Says. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, double fine. Sorry, double fine. <laughs> double, <laughs> double blind. Not double blind. Well, I mean, double blind testing. I'm, I'm having, I'm having <laughs> consumer testing. Thing going through my head. Sorry, you might not want to invest in that <laughs> company. <laughs> well, I mean, one of my favorite outfits is Blind Ferret Entertainment. Right. Uh-huh. right. So uh, let's um, see some quick hitters. Plant Side Two is releasing finally on right. the twenty eighth. Uh, so if it's something you're interested, open world shooter. It's been entertaining. Little bits and pieces I played in the beta, um, but again, it's it's. It's definitely a certain type of shooter. And that's November 20th. Yeah. Oh, 20th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Okay. Sorry. Weird I just gl- wanted to make sure I wasn't glare on the yeah. iPad. Right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Damn that iPad. You, you need to upgrade to the I Retina. I know. Obviously, yeah. the Retina yeah, display would have solved it all. He just got a five. He does yeah. not need a new I'll iPad. I'll look at it on my phone. Um, <laughs> and no, then I'll be able to see it. Right. Your, your phone? You mean your, your iPad Pico? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mini pad. Oh, mini, mini pad. Yeah. And then EverQuest. Yeah, uh, they've announced the next uh, EverQuest in EverQuest Next, next. is what it's currently yeah. called, not the final name. Uh, that they're going to make it a sandbox world, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I want to see what that if they're if by, by that I immediately think Eve. So are you yeah. talking about this is going to be something? And really, you know, we I've been dinking around again in Project 1999. You kind of look at the original EverQuest, and it had a, it was pretty sandboxy too. Granted, there was set quests you could go on and obviously zones you went into to level but there was nothing like wow where it's like okay i've cleared all the exclamation points here now i go on to the next area that usually it leads me to and then there's another set of exclamation points and everquest is kind of you go you go quest and you you go find what you want to go find so if they're getting back into that type of sandbox world it could be interesting um you know I, i always loved the mythology of Norath and the the whole setup for why things were happening. And I always wondered why Blizzard didn't repurpose. 
I mean, they're kind of the king of repurposing content in some sure. areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. But in so many zones, they could just have you come back later with a new set of quests. Right. Especially when, now that they've done phasing. Yeah. You could totally reuse a section to say, okay, you've been away for a couple of years. In the meantime, the mega knolls have, right. have come in here and invaded, and you come back and you have a whole new set of quests in the right. same zones. They could reuse art assets. Well, and it was also something they, and you know, a lot of wow came from them trying to fix what EverQuest did. Right. Um, and so one of the things you see in EverQuest, especially the early expansions, were you had zones like. Oh, God. Western Karanas. Mm-hmm. That was level 6 to, like, level 30. You could die so and easily. there was, there. like, hor- yeah, I mean, it was just these mixed zones, sorry, of uh, just creatures and mobs. And you don't see that in WoW. So it was you, it was a zone you could come back to. It was a zone you could just stay in for right. a long time. As I long mean, as you didn't set a toe yeah. into the wrong area at the wrong so, time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was definitely a death sentence in certain areas. <laughs> but still, it, it gave you that ability to say, okay, you know, I haven't been over there for a while. Let me mm. go back. Oh, I remember these guys now used to beat me mercilessly. Revenge. This. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was a great concept. It really it got you to reuse content. Well, I loved going back to uh, Oasis and smacking down the sand giants. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The stealth sand giants that would tiptoe up behind you when you were killing snakes. And, and, <laughs> and suddenly... stomp on yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah! I, I never understood the... how they snuck up on you. I don't either. know. Yeah. There was the sand that muffled the so, steps. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffle, yeah. Shuffle, 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 so shuffle, there was a... Uh, just as a, a closure point, um, I saw a little link I was following. Mm-hmm. A role-playing game canceled after raising $250,000 on Kickstarter. Despite massive Kickstarter success, Loot Drop's old-school role-playing game Shaker will not see the light of day. Hmm. Um, So it was um, basically being created by industry veterans uh, Brenda Braithwaite and Tom Hall. Braithwaite, yeah, and Tom Hall. Um, Games not being finished isn't anything shocking, but what's surprising is that Shaker has been canceled despite attracting over 7,500 backers on Kickstarter and raising nearly $250,000. Now, what's interesting about this is they actually canceled it during the 30-day Kickstarter campaign. Oh. So people will not be charged for that $250,000. So they made their decision early enough based on the feedback that they got from the Kickstarter. That's good. Uh, people, so they gave feedback on it as they were submitting. It was one of the things that they could do, and the feedback told them we actually need to. Um, you know, they said ultimately our pitch just wasn't strong enough to get the traction we felt it needed to thrive. Sure, it may have made it. We could have fought our way to a possibly successful end. In reading your feedback and talking it over internally, however, we decided that it made more sense to kill it and come back with something stronger. Oh, In nice. game design, mercy killing is the law. So that was the, but they made the decision soon enough. Sure, sure. Right. So they made the decision soon enough that they didn't actually have to take anyone's money. Nobody was charged for their, their, but I thought that was very interesting. We need to award them a good guy, Greg. And uh, yeah, exactly. And it was good to see them actually make that. Um, And then, you know, to make game doesn't actually take your money. Right. Right. And so I think that there's, there's some, some good things there. Uh, as you start looking, you know, at, at yeah. what, how people can use Kickstarter maybe re- more responsibly. Yes, it's a short window. You only have a month-long window. Right. But, you know, you make the decision at any point in there 
you, yeah. you could get some real first off you're getting crowdsourced feedback from people who are super interested in your project mm -hmm. um, and you get more than insight to be able to make a decision before you actually collect the money right so I actually like that I thought yeah. that was very wise I think it's good it is so smart so. very smart excellent all right yeah which brings us handily to our next break I have a little Jonathan Golton, not actually sung by Jonathan Golton, but from his album, Artificial Heart. This is the uh, remastered and redone edition of Still Alive, coming your way. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page. We shall return right after this. This was a triumph I'm making a note here Huge success It's hard to overstate My satisfaction Aperture science We do what we must Because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive Mesa That was a 
Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the world radio. Researched chaos. Casually hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. VTWproductions.com. And Research Chaos is the segment we are in, brought to you by our all-volunteer research team, to whom we are eternally grateful for all the work that they do, bringing us the brightest and weirdest from the web every week. It's a happy, happy thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we have kind of two weeks' worth of stuff kludged together since we did a, uh, took a pass last week. And, oh my God, my machine's moving slowly. Here we go. So the title of this week and last week's research thread is Live from the Edge of Space! Obviously in honor of uh, Felix Baumgartner's orbital, uh, or just suborbital, freefall yeah. record uh, week before last. Uh, man, what replicated stuff from Star Trek. Craziness. <laughs> yeah, it's a happy thing. Jeez. One of my favorite sayings of all time, and he fits it, which is sometimes there are people who will do over, overdo things, and sometimes we have need of them. Yes. So, way to go, Felix. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Contributors include Deus Ex, Fangs with a Z, and it's a Z what makes it cool, Aid, him with the sultry foreign accent, so saith the Daxa, and <laughs> MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt. Right. And this was done as of last Sunday. Yes. So if any additions happened in that time. There may have been a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't actually look at it this morning. <gasps> I know. So, we have... Uh -huh. Well, let's see. What are we I like the with? first one. Okay. Go ahead, then. Take it. It's basically, is the iPad making men effeminate? Oh, shut up. <laughs> God, that's it. I'm out of here. Fabulous. <laughs> and it all has to do with the fact that now you, the men are carrying, you know, man bags. Merces. Um, Merces to carry all their um, okay, I've carried a messenger bag long before well, there was ever an it's iPad. It's a satchel. Well, not only that. And then what I'm thinking is before that, guys... The younger guys would carry backpacks. The older guys um, w would carry briefcases. Yeah. So it's not like it's a big change. Change. It's just that now it's slung over there. Now it looks like a purse. Yeah. Right. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and reject that whole. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, and they're also saying because uh, women's bags have gone smaller and smaller to clutches and, and not as. You know why, seen. though, right? Why? Because now we make you, you guys carry everything. That's true. <laughs> 
Daxa. I reject your reality and substitute my own. So that's what it is. It's that now, now since you guys have a bag, I'll just hand you my iPad and my. Well, I think it's also because, I mean, for the longest time, you ask a guy, like, what do you need to have on you? Wallet and keys. Yeah. Wallet and keys. Then became wallet, keys, and phone. And now phone has gotten bigger than can easily fit into a pocket. So you right have to have belt, something on your belt or some other means of carrying it. And, and then, that just looks douchey. And then it's just like, silence! They finally gave us an item in terms of a tablet that's like, yeah, I need to have that with me. It's, it's approaching, you know, keys and wallets phase of, of need. And so you have to have some way of carrying it because you don't want to just hold it in your hands. You definitely can't put that in your pocket. That'd be uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> it, that'd be a hell of a pocket yeah <laughs> pocket of holding exactly no marsupial pocket yeah on the front of your shirt that's <laughs> the new pocket protector a little what is that baby bjorn oh, there you go yeah. <laughs> for your ipad that'd be great oh my no. god quickly patent that someone yeah <laughs> so i think they're a little bit off base I on think that they one are too. um i i feel the guys are still as manly as they've ever been with right. or without their purses oh so. shut up <laughs> <laughs> except for the ones that don't want to be right as soon as we start arguing about what brand the merce is yeah Oh, no. Is that a Gucci? They are already arguing about that. Are you kidding me? The people really? that come shopping with us, yeah. They want, the, to me, because it's, it's a very manly type, um, techie type. Oh, see, I like the to me. Yeah. not because I feel they're manly. I feel they're just durable as hell. They are durable. Which but is it's manly. A, it is a top <laughs> brand. I like, is a huge yeah. brand. No, I, I like my, my Jack Spade because it just, the name sounds like, that's a guy who eats steak. Jack Spade. <laughs> <laughs> It's like or is it porn? One of the two. <laughs> Why not both? This bag is in porn know. and this bag is sticky. <laughs> nah, no, sticky. Uh. Okay, butters. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, what are you laughing at? Over Nothing. <laughs> Can't say it over the it's air. It just huh? now it just reminds me of uh, a scene from the league from this week where this guy is talking. He's like. I love I love eating your guys' cobs, and they're like he's talking about corn on the cob, and they're like, really? He goes, yeah, man. I see. I look at your guys' cobs all the time, and you you leave stuff on there. So I I'm not ashamed to say I some I go in and lick your cobs clean. <laughs> the guy's like, you ever eat two cobs at the same time? <laughs> and he like makes this the motion with it. And he goes, oh no, that's all wrong. I never grab the cob by the base. <laughs> I always start with the tip. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, that's such a great scene that ain't right oh god that's horrible don't stop do watching drugs. those don't things. do drugs kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see anyways on to a more <laughs> we have a report on government waste sites robo squirrels tax breaks as being a wasteful effort hit it oh so, i don't think so basically it was a comprehensive report um saying just different areas where they're giving subsidies that aren't needed and one other thing was a research grant for robo squirrels to and i'm waiting for the article to load but i believe it was to make these little robotic squirrels so they could track the like rattles it was some sort of snake it was like rattlesnakes i think they were like their their hunting habits mm -hmm. and they gave X thousands dollars to uh, make these robotic squirrels that would get attacked by snakes. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know. I mean, Skynet. <laughs> yeah, that's where Skynet begins. <laughs> like monkeys the, and harpoons. The squirrel can't take it anymore. Like chimpanzee riding on yeah. a Segway. Yeah, like from back in the day, the two by four launcher to test hurricane structures. Uh -huh. 
It's like, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, robot squirrels or, you know, tax breaks for companies. I, I go with robot squirrels personally. I think that's, that's the way to do it. But it goes on to say things uh, such as uh, NFL was getting a tax break for um, – uh, something to do with how they're because the the actual NFL offices are non for profit, right? Because they don't actually generate any any money; they're just there to administrate, and it's the teams that generate money, and those are all taxed. Uh, so it was an interesting uh, report, but it was one of those things where. You go, huh? Uh, well, another thing was which now. Let's see. Study is critical of continued production of the copper penny, which now costs more than two cents to make. Right. It complains about uh, five hundred sixteen thousand spent on video game that simulates the social experience of attending a prom. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what game that was. That's interesting. Thirty-one thousand for smoky bear balloons that make uh, to make appearances at balloon festivals. That's not. I mean, Smokey the Bear. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's he costs some money. Three hundred thousand. The only you can present prevent forest yeah, fires thing. Is. He's doing something good. Three hundred thousand to promote domestically produced caviar, and two hundred sixty-eight million spent on a loophole for paper manufacturers that allows some of them to claim a waste byproduct is an alternative energy source. <laughs> that sounds a little more. See, that's where I go. Okay, that one bears some investigation. Thirty-one thousand for Smokey the Bear balloons. At I am taking the, the, the giant parade float balloons. Right. I mean, yeah. Okay, that's that ain't good. But oh well. He's got a good message. Yeah. Now you yeah. know. Plus, he's a waste, bear. Waste as as alternative energy source. Right down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, that was that article mm-hmm. of fun things we our government spends money on, at least here in the U.S. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure everywhere has, their, has own their own list, though. Everywhere in the civilized world. Yeah. What's next? The beginning of time mm. and the end of the world. Hmm. <sighs> so this is actually, well, this is our friends at Apple again. Okay. Because we love our apples. Well, they've. <laughs> we we alluded earlier to them getting patent happy, mm-hmm. and the patent wars, especially between Samsung and Apple. Oh yeah, and in various places, each Samsung has won. Sometimes Apple has won. Sometimes in the UK, there was an interesting requirement put on Apple after losing a patent infringement suit against Samsung, and the in the judge's ruling. He actually said, basically in these words, that the Samsung tablets were not copies of the Apple designs because they were not as cool as the Apple ones. Yeah. <laughs> the phrase not as not cool as appeared cool. in the judge's yep. ruling. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. One of the requirements <laughs> that was put on Apple was they had to post on their UK page a statement acknowledging that Samsung did not copy them. Yeah. So Apple, of course, put up a very lawyered-up um, version of the statement in, in which they did acknowledge that the Samsung Galaxy tablet did not, in fact, steal ideas from. But they made sure that they got the judge's oh, wording. Yeah. Not as in cool. fact, the judge said that their product was <laughs> not as cool as the iPad. <laughs> right. Um, just just to get that jab oh, in yeah. there. Well, That's yeah. like the greatest marketing thing ever yeah, that you could ask for from him. Legally ruled, not as, not as, not as cool. cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but these ridiculous 
patent wars. I mean, Apple has they're trying to enforce this patent for swiping your finger across right. the screen. Oh, yeah. And their actual assertion that a tap is a zero-length swipe and is therefore covered by the patent. What? They tried to assert that. Oh, my God. We're basically saying that tapping on the screen is patented by Apple because <laughs> it's a zero-length swipe. Because <laughs> they, they were granted a patent for the swipe. Right. And they tried to say, well, that extends to tapping on the screen because that's a zero-length swipe. Oh, huh. God. Interesting. No, it doesn't. That's, yeah. Thankfully, that one didn't <laughs> get know, upheld. Oh, my but the God. fact that they, they tried to go for it. Right, right. It's like, we need fewer lawyers. Which I think is now why you see things like, like Androids having the pull-down from the top. Or right, which different. Apple has since copied. Oh, really? The oh, yeah, well, they have oh, yeah, the notification the top, center. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm waiting for somebody then to sue them back. Uh, but, which I know Samsung is, has some countersuits. But that's the basic Android feature, and Android is open source. Oh, so. that's a good point. Uh, doomed by their own mm-hmm. freedom. Yep. <laughs> they give it away for free. Youch. So, just yet another volley in yeah. the stupid patent wars. I just thought the not as cool yeah. in the judge's actual statement was... That's a sign of how ridiculous this is. Right, right. Is that you actually have to have that kind of ruling. Okay, guys, time to knock it off. Seriously. Seriously, you guys. guys. Go to your opposite corners and chill out. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone lay down on their mats. Time out. Time out. Everyone lay down on their mats. Get your apple juice and animal We'll have apple juice and animal crackers when we get up. For now, time out. It's so funny. I remember I was in kindergarten, or like, or like some sort of like after school uh-huh. thing, and they actually gave us sardines as like our name. Well, that's gross. Yeah, I know. It was really strange. What kind of weird? I have no idea. Alien school where you popped in my to? head. I remember they did that a couple times. I was like, that was horrible. I actually enjoyed nap time when I was in Head Start. I enjoyed nap, nap time, time right now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we just call it siesta. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, so uh, this is an interesting one. This one's for our. See, this one supports our live listeners. If you're listening from the podcast, definitely go to our form and or, and look at the webpage where Barry will link these articles. Right. But this one is the Japan's Armed Forces shows shows their playful side. Oh yeah. Moe style attack hop helicopter wows crowds, and it goes on to show pictures where they've basically souped up this new attack helicopter with all this anime features on it. it has this big bright uh anime picture on it with kasaru's i'm gonna butcher this kasaru akane on <laughs> there and it had and they even had the person showing it off in full cosplay as the girl that's on the side with of the two little big-headed cosplay yeah. soldiers next to her just funny right right and it's a but it's an ah1s a cobra uh, attack helicopter and it's part of the uh, Japanese uh, self-defense force because Japan, Japan does not, not have, have an, an army. army. They have an SDF. It's very, very important to mm-hmm. uh, to show off there. Um, but, yeah, this is, you know, would we ever see anything like this over here? No. <laughs> I can't imagine the, the Air yeah, Force being like, so. yeah, our new F-22, we're putting, I don't know, you know, my little pony Kirby on it or something. It. Yeah, <laughs> something ridiculous. Rainbow Dash, 20% cooler. <laughs> this F-22 is now 20% cooler. That's right. Oh, man. <gasps> oh, yay. Look at the bombs. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Boom. <laughs> but still pretty cool. I got to give it to yeah. him. That's pretty neat. I mean, if I was, my taxpayer money is going towards the military, 
Might as well look cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, no one's going to see that one coming. Right, right. Big old bright helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody be like, oh, look at that. That looks, oh, God. <laughs> That's not friendly. No. No. We all went back. Yep. All right. Uh, last one was uh, from Reddit. I'm going to leave this. And that one I did not read. So. Yeah, and I really don't do this, much Well, this with is an Reddit. interesting one. I, I'm a regular Redditor. I know. You're a Redditor. And the this is, has more general purpose applications toward internet and anonymity. Yeah. So there was this regular participant and moderator on Reddit, uh, Violent Crans, and he ran some of the most controversial subreddits, mm-hmm. such as one that was Jailbait, which was basically sexually suggestive pictures of underage women, girls. Mm. Right. Um, and personally posted lots of really dodgy content. Um, stuff that was either gore, borderline, yeah. violent, just, just real stuff that makes you go, Ew. okay, that's enough internet for today. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he moderated a lot of the really... And some some of them you know were just closed down by the the people who run Reddit because they were they went too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he got even featured, I think, by Anderson Cooper on yeah. one for the the under jailbait, jail right. and mm-hmm. they shut it down after that. Um, and a reporter over at Gawker Media, the great and mighty empire of many sites. Yeah. Uh, did some actual investigative journalism. I know. Shocking. I know, right? And figured out who this person really is and outed him. Yeah. Told him first, though. Told him first, yeah. at which point the guy begged him not to yeah. do it. Freaked out pretty bad. Because um, we found out that this guy who was doing all this was actually a 49-year-old Texas man who worked at a uh, uh, software form, firm. And no longer does. No longer, yeah. And after that weekend was let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Directly know, as a result of yeah. them finding out what he did with his free time. Right, right. So, this is actually in response to that outing. Mm-hmm. So, Reddit CEO defends free speech talks violent crans scandal. This is from PCMag.com. Yeah. In the wake of a controversy over offensive content posted across his network, Reddit CEO Yishan Wong this week defended his site's policies but acknowledged that a ban on Gawker links was misguided. So, for a while, they banned people linking out to Gawker-owned sites kind right. of in retaliation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, so, they couldn't, couldn't get the... Because Reddit is a, is a promotion engine. I mean, right. if you get to right. the front page of Reddit, your traffic is spiking. Huge, It's, yes. it's like getting slash dotted. Yeah. We stand for free speech, Wong wrote in a private note to moderators that was published on Gawker. This means we are not going to ban distasteful, distasteful subreddits. We will not ban legal content, even if we find it odious or if we personally condemn it. Wong's comments were sparked by a piece from Gawker's Adrian Chen, who exposed the real identity of a prolific Reddit poster known as Violent Krenz, of uh, uh, Violenta Krenz. I don't know. Yeah. Violent, Violent Acres. Violent <laughs> Acres, yeah. <laughs> Little, you know, seem like <laughs> acres. Yeah. Got it. Who was known for overseeing a number of offensive subreddits. As Chen described it, his specialty is distributing image of scantily clad underage girls, but as Violent Acres has also issued an unending fountain of racism, porn, gore, misogyny, incest, and exotic abominations yet unnamed. <laughs> 
Violent Acres was unmasked as a name I'm not going to say because I'm not going to participate in that. Right. A 49-year-old Texas man, after Chen's expose hit the web, he was reportedly fired from his job. And in retaliation, many Reddit moderators have banned Gawker links from the network. So the CEO is basically saying, mm, we went too far. We're not going to let people ban, you know, do yeah. retaliatory bans to... And to say you, you're in charge of maintaining your own anonymity on the internet, right? Yeah, it's not like they they outed them. Um, right, you know, I all think, worked. I think Reddit that. overreacted by banning Gawker links, and, I and think it was they, and it was not site wide. It was the different mods and right. subreddits could you know choose to. And ban. it was that was the retaliation, like you mentioned. So, but I mean, I think there there was even an interesting. Uh, uh, so footnote at the end of the article, it says Wong doesn't address the close relationship Violent Acres had with the administrators and staff while spreading all of this stuff because mm-hmm. he was a moderator he was an active mod. and he was talking, you know, they were definitely engaged. But uh, again, you know, you almost wonder, did, did they get blinded by, well, look at all the site traffic that it's bringing. Right. Yeah. And because controversy breeds traffic. Right. right of exactly. course. Absolutely. You know, it's it's a model that's been a long time howard stern that type of stuff that mm-hmm. you know as long as you hated or loved if they're talking about you it's a good thing when you're all in press this is type, good press yeah this type of industry so yeah i mean again it, com- it comes down to that guy he he did this and he made it possible to find out who he was somebody did and said this is him and now he has to live with all of his decisions for what he decided to post and you know Sorry, <laughs> that's that's part of life. So from uh, Talia in the IRC doing the unending fountain of racism, porn, gore, misogyny, and says no other examination ex- abominations yet to be unnamed. What worries me is they have to name a category miscellaneous in order to cover stuff worse than gore. Yeah, or gorn. <laughs> well, I was doing it on the fly. No, I think that might be gore porn. Oh, yes. Gorn. <laughs> yes. See, I thought it was just typos. I was going to say nope. gore. I don't think it was a typo. Yeah. I refuse. My brain doesn't. It doesn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, Maybe la, it was a mistype, but I like Gorn. So we've invented. Yeah, it we're making up words. <laughs> see, to me, Gorn is just the big lizard guy from Star Trek. Right? <laughs> the big lizard guy. Gorf was the name of that old '80s shooter, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now that we've got that all covered, <laughs> I think we can end the segment. <laughs> we're gonna end the segment. I'm gonna go towel off my extremities. Yeah. You're listening to Casual Hardcore. <laughs> Listening to Casually Harker Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Got a little exorb queued up from here. This is Happy Little Bug. We shall return once the Happy Little Bug is done.
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Warm up those copies of Skype. Now is the time to call. With Apple's recent slew... I love saying slew. 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 It's such a fun word. It's your favorite word? Not my favorite slew. word, but it's up there. Yeah. Slew. So. Anyway, with their <laughs> slew of product announcements, yeah. are they not impressing you anymore? Do you f- feel the need to go out and get the new iterations of products you may right. have, or are they tempting you to get perhaps your first Apple product? Mm-hmm. Um, have they filled a niche that you were waiting? Were you waiting for that hold-in-one-hand yeah. tablet? Were you waiting for a really high-quality screen on your portable? Uh, were you waiting for 4G right. in your telephone? Um, are they impressing you? Are they just kind of doing more of the same with slightly shinier rims? Yeah, I mean, uh, I can give my opinion. Was yeah, well, the, you, you got the five, right. so they got you to buy it. Oh, yeah, and they got me to buy it mainly because, one, I don't really you had, know. Well, you, no. had a, you had a four, right? No, no, no this is my first iPhone I've ever owned. Uh, Daxa has a 4S, but for me personally, it was again. It was just they. I'm already got their hooks into me with some of the ecosystem. I already right. have iPads. Clever. I already have she. You know, Daxa has a 4S, so it became logical for me to stick with an iPhone because it just the compatibility and the ability for us to do things like FaceTime, like uh, the photo sharing, like the shared apps, all that. Now, the genius of Apple's ecosystem yeah. of. And they've won me over the same way. Yep. I mean, my gateway drug was the iPad. Right. Because they were the first mature tablet yeah. in the market. So they got me in there. And then I saw, oh, photo stream. That's kind of neat. Eyelights in my, right. her, her iPhone. We and share, iPad. yeah. Share. And iCloud was a big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then and they, I mean, I've freaking got on my entertainment center, a, a sadly now dead PS3, um, a Roku box, yeah. a TiVo Premiere, and I'm still considering getting an Apple TV. Well, and that to me is the thing that was not announced, which the when we talk about innovation, that's where I'm expecting the innovation. Because right, the I don't be know the that they have anything going that's going to impress me in the laptop category, in the uh, iMac category, mm-hmm. the phone even, mm-hmm. has hit kind of a wall of... What more? Really? What more are we going to do with this other than faster? Right. Um, fast. I mean, faster, image, more capacity. Yeah, and that's about it. I mean, there's not, there's nothing at least that I can think of now. Maybe you know, obviously, touching the screen was something that was a big deal when it first came out. So right. maybe there's an idea like that. But from what they have, that what for what we know they're working on, the ITV is the one I want to see. Can they do something that all these other companies are doing? within their own little realms, the Samsungs, the Panasonics, and all those folks, mm-hmm. can they come out with something that makes me go, Must have. I obviously need this. Well, Microsoft's right. trying it with the idea of the smart glass, right. where the Surface will be an extension of your yeah. dashboard in the Xbox 360 or the 720 or whatever right, it is. Right. And I think Apple would take that idea to the next one, where the, the tablet, either the mini or the regular, mm-hmm. becomes this extension of the television in such a way that it's actually compelling. Because I've been playing with Things like with the Avengers DVD and the Tron DVD and the sure. Tron Blu-ray, they both came with Disney's second screen. Oh, okay. Which is basically this whole package of additional bonus features, mm. and it synchronizes via Wi-Fi. Oh, wow. 
Or you can do a hand synchronization with an on-screen timer if you can't get the Wi-Fi to work. But I got gotcha. the Wi-Fi to synchronize properly. Mm -hmm. So you can command your Blu-ray player from your tablet. Okay. And pause the movie while you go look into extra stuff that's come up on the screen. Oh, cool. And in theory, it's really good and it's really neat. The one, the, it's, it's got work to do because it's an enormous download. Because ah. it has all this video content sure. and graphical content. So I thought there was something wrong with my internet connection. <laughs> no, it's just freaking huge. Yeah. So, and I've only got a 16 gig iPad, so I couldn't even have Tron and Avengers on the iPad at the same oh, time. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Because there are these fat, fat downloads. But at the same, for, for anyone like me who is all about the bonus features, I yeah. love me commentary tracks, I love me bonus featurettes. This just is awesome. awesome. So, but it's still, it still, it feels a little clunky yeah it's kludged together it's it's a no it's it's, it's i mean it's well designed and thought right. out. it's just a matter of, it's the kind of the first effort and it's, but it's, and again it sounds like they're trying to do too much and what apple yeah. always does is they come in and they sweep away the yeah. crap we're going to do just a couple things right we're going to do them so well that you will love it yeah and that you'll be willing to wait for other things because you know because when those come out be we're going to do them so well as long as it's not a map Right. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm hoping for from the ITV is integration with the rest of the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, deliver me all the content I'm used to getting on my iDevices, but also I can command it from my sure. phone, tablet, whatever. But I digress because mm -hmm. we have a caller on the line okay. oh. who's going to massage Dax's earlobes now. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Tech Priest. Hey, Hi, Tech Priest. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing quite well. I'm a little bit under weather. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so sad. You're just not feeling yeah. well. You've got some some germs and things uh, creeping around your system. Probably something like that. <laughs> well, Zoidberg does you know always eat the uh, covered in parasites thing, and Zoidberg is your avatar in Skype, so it makes sense. Just give me something crawling with parasites. Mm. <laughs> Which is give currently me food. Tech Currently Tech <laughs> So, Tech Priest, how do you feel about uh, Apple? Are they still impressing you these days? Are you on the sidelines not caring? How do you feel? I was impressed this summer by the new Retina MacBook Pros. And I'm actually looking at getting one later next year or something like that for I need a new computer. So their actual I, computer products, rather than their gadgets, have still got your attention. Yeah, um, I don't really like the I, UI on the iPad. I think it's ugly. Not I love everyone. the iPhone. I have an iPhone 4 myself, and I will maybe get a new one next year. Hmm. Which is interesting, because that basically is the same interface, just on a smaller screen. Yeah, and that's make it. It's not good looking on a bigger screen. Ah, okay. I have an Android tablet and that I like much more. And yeah. I've used an iPad quite a bit, and I don't really like the interface on it. And it's a matter of them trying to make a single programming environment for the developers, because that was one of the things that that clued everyone in that the mini was coming. Was the last develop the last revision of the software development kit that went out had a huge revision about on-screen input elements mm -hmm. and how they would resize between different resolution levels and how everyone had to adhere to these new set of rules so that button positions and slider bars and things would scale from one size to this right. new size we'd never heard of before to iPad 10-inch size. And I was like, gee, I wonder what's going in the middle here and why they're <laughs> suddenly concerned about interfaces scaling across right. different resolutions. Right, right. So they try, but basically you wind up programming for the iPhone 
and then it gets fat. It below scales those. automatically. Yeah. Doesn't right. look as good on the iPad. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. But they are still they are continuing to impress you, and you think they're still bringing innovative things, not just uh, the next revision of things. You think that this, they still have your attention. Yes, they still have my attention in the computer segment, and that's the best laptop I can see that I don't need to spend a fortune on. I will still spend a fortune on it, but, but it will if last you get the you. Windows laptop, it's, nah, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Thank you for calling in, and we hopefully will Thank you week. for having me. Mm-hmm. Be well. Thanks. And joining us now, fellow Versus the World show host, Sakani. How you doing? Oh. Yo, yo, yo. What yo, the yo, deal? yo. Hey. What's up? Psych. What's up, Breezies? How y'all doing? Good. How are you? Uh, uh, I'm so good. Okay. That, anyway, I'm just, look. I'm sitting in front of them and those words do not sound good coming out of those white faces. What? Okay? <laughs> what did I say other than, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> you saying I'm Caucasian? You're very Caucasian. <laughs> oh man, y'all can count. Oh, no, you did not for y'all. I can't even understand. I just gotta let y'all know what's up. All right, y'all, y'all be y'all y'all some busters. All right, y'all can't be speaking like that. No, them words ain't in your vocab. All right, that's what y'all do. Right? That's what's in the real. So, Apple computer. Um, yes, let's yeah. get back to that. <laughs> oh man, we got you on this tech thing. Yo, yo, check this, check this. All right, look, I like this. I like Apple, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they make the good stuff, but no, the people, they fanboys, man, they be tripping, yo. I can't handle them. I can't handle them at all. So it's like, you know what? I want to like Apple, but y'all got to check your boys, okay? Because they driving me nuts. I can't handle this. I'm just saying. Caucasian <laughs> translation, love the message, hate the messenger. Yeah. That was great. So anyway, so anyway yo, check. No, this is what I'm saying right here, right? You know? I mean, Apple, I, mean, I got me this iPod Nano. I got this. No, you start strapping on your wrist. It's straight balling, yo. You know what I'm saying? Okay? I got this one, right? Because <laughs> yeah, anytime I'm traveling the hood, I see everybody with the Nano strapped Stepping on their wrist. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I mean, just in the hood. That's right? pretty, that's pretty standard. Right? <laughs> I mean, right? Come on, man. Damn. Damn. You don't you, use how else you flash gang, right? gang signs hey, without exactly. you know, right? yeah, the wrist? Flash gang icons, yes. <laughs> Balling for the digital age, my friend. <laughs> nice. Hey, hey, don't be hating. Now. We, we put some beats in them iPods, man. We'll be straight bumping, all right? That's how we do, okay? Mm-hmm. Right, anyway. <laughs> you know, Crips and Bloods, now it's Android and iOS. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, look, I gotta, I gotta stop before we get waves. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to hurt yourself, man. Yeah, seriously though. Um, you said you guys all like Apple's ecosystem, and that's one of the things that drives me nuts. That Apple products I find do not work well with non-Apple products right. by design. That drives me nuts because I don't, I don't want to have all Apple everything. That's just not what I want. I don't. I have different devices for different reasons. You know, I have an iPod because I like it. I mean, I I think the iPad is the best tablet out there, but I don't want a Mac. And I damn sure do not want an iPhone. And the iPad mini is the... Really, whose idea was that to come up with a, um, hey, look, let's copy everybody else and then make, make it cost nearly twice as much. I mean, that was smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I 
it does make me all. go, hmm, because it's what, 340 is the entry? 329, I think. 329 is the entry level one. And which is one hundred and seventy dollars less than a sixteen gig iPad, right? Full iPad, because that was like yes. four ninety nine, and it's but it's and also sixteen gigs. The two right. major competitors in that category are, are both one hundred ninety nine. Right, right. Now, but this could this be Apple's typical approach of our entry level will be better because yeah. the processor is way better than the Kindle Fire HD. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing typical about this approach at all. This is the first time I can think of where they have introduced product that was not their idea first. True. Yeah. I mean, you look at the whole iOS family. The iPod was a category creator. MP3 right. players existed, but not whole library MP3 players with yeah, hard the drives. IPod, iPhone, iPad, these yeah. are all breakout products. Yeah. Now the iPad mini just seems like they're trying to catch on to some kind of trend. and That is a different approach for Apple. Yeah. Is, but, but I think they're taking their, their typical attitude of, we'll do it, but ours will be better, and it'll cost you because yeah. you pay for it. Right, right. Which has always been Apple's attitude. And long term, it's paying off for them. I mean, their, their PC sales are up higher percentage-wise than they've ever been. Because computer users have matured to the point where they're just sick and tired of crappy blue screen of death, virus-infested mm-hmm. Windows boxes, and they're willing to pony up the money for the Apple Macintosh because you get something for that money. So they they are, I believe, they're betting on the maturity of the entire customer base, saying, "Yeah, you can get a Kindle Fire HD for one ninety nine or a Kindle Fire mm-hmm. for one fifty nine, but for three twenty nine, you get the Cadillac." Right. Right. So they're not they're maybe not shooting for that low end buyer because that's never been where they flourish and that's never been where Apple wants to be is you know they 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 stepped out of the whole netbook craze and said no we do not want to make piece of crap low powered low priced junk and lo and behold turns out the whole netbook thing was a fad that got supplanted by the tablets yeah. right which Apple helped engineer um, so we'll see how this goes for them. I was a little surprised it was as expensive as it was. I was expecting it to be 300 or 250 Yeah. So time, you know, after the holiday season, we'll see what yeah, the sales we'll number. Out. We'll see if Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Google crush with the, uh, the, 7, the Nexus 7, the Kindle Fire HD, and the whatever new iteration of the Nook tablet is coming. Right. Um, or if they grow the market to the point where they all get a good piece of it, or if they cannibalize each other and we, we'll see a clear winner. We'll find out. And no, I don't know. I don't understand how these things work. I don't know. So, uh, thank you for I calling in. Yeah. Thanks. That was fun. Yeah, thank you for the, uh, the uh, lecture, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> uh, peace out, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could count on you. And coming in right behind the Sakani, so I get to say the name of the one and only mm. Boba Fetish. Welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? Hey, casuals. How's it going? Hey, good. Good to hear your voice. Good. been a while. It's been a while. And I, I did post the research thread, but somebody didn't want to actually go look at the thread this week. He did his work last week. Yeah. He, did, he put in his <laughs> time. Exactly. It was lazy. I know he's going to say your name no matter what I do in yeah, terms exactly. of that. I will find a way. Find I don't feel way. bad about that. There will be a way. You shall be mentioned. 
You will always be memorialized on the show because your name is made of wind and awesome in equal parts. Mm -hmm. Boba and fetish. But Apple, on. honestly, on topic of your call-in, honestly, <laughs> Apple needs to die in a fire. <laughs> really? Wow. You yes. are the great anti-fanboy. My Nexus 7 that I got six months ago is better than the iPad Mini. Now. And less expensive. How do you like? I mean, you've had some time to get into their ecosystem and get it all broken in and made part of your lifestyle. How is it, the Nexus 7? I'm liking it. I'm liking the uh, the Nexus 7. It's, uh, admittedly, it's nothing super fan fantastic, but honestly, I like it better than the iPad because it's easier for me even working within the, the ecosystem of Google. Mm -hmm. It's easier for me to sideload everything. Ah, mm -hmm. yes. The, ab the ability to load from, quote, untrusted sources. Right. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. I mean, cause you have to jailbreak an iOS device to get on the Cydia and the other right. uh, app stores. You can just tell your, your Android device, if I go to a site that wants to install, let them. Go ahead, yeah. Take a risk. Exactly. But and that's so much better than the iPad. And even the iPad mini, it's already been discovered. The iPad mini, my next 7 has a better deep eye ratio. Hmm. So it's just better graphics overall. Well, I mean, they, for they definitely they went with a lower-end screen because they, yeah. they really want there to be a compelling reason for you to get a... Uh, a retina device. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Hmm. I'm hearing strange, strange noises. Strange my own, my own noises, voice yeah. coming back to me in in fits and bits and starts. But now it's better now. Yeah. Okay, there you Goodness. go. I just had to kick Deus Ex to the curb because ah. something, something was going. So, so Deus, call Feedback. back, call back shortly because yeah. your 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 Skype was picking up the speaker. Yep. Uh so now have you gone all in? With a particular, because you can with an Android device, you can get into the Amazon ecosystem very easily. They, you know, they have all kinds of they have their media oh, player, sure. their MP3 uh, music system, um, or have you just kind of gone? Have you cherry picked all the different things and assembled what satisfies your needs? I've I've sort of cherry picked only because I'm in Canada, mm. and the great it's northern really state of Canada. Route um, Nexus Seven. To let me into the Amazon store for the U.S. Ah, so that's a bit of a pain. But other than that, it's not much of a problem. I've, I've cherry picked. Mm, good. And have you had any, have you is have you not been able to get it to do something you want it to do, or have you found a solution for all the stuff you want it to do for you? I found a solution for everything. Uh, it does my Twitter, does my Netflix. I can rent movies if I wanted to. Awesome. That's and good. I figured out a way to even do my movies over from my computer over to my Nexus 7 to watch. So so if you're willing to put only, in some time... The you only can thing that I, I find it bad is uh, it's Wi-Fi only. Ah, there's I no cell phone option. I a constant connection, uh, but I can deal with it. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not the end of the world, for sure, especially in this day and age where any yeah. coffee shop or whatever. Exactly. There was also there was one thing that everyone was asking about the Surface was would, the, cause they right, right. anything, would there be cell phone versions? And it turns out, yep, there yep, will be. There so is. they're really going head-to-head -head with the iPad. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, Boba, hmm. thank you for calling so I could say your name, Boba yep. Fetish. <laughs> and no Boba problem. Fetish. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next week. Have Boba a good Take care. Be well. You've got your favorite callers. I've got mine. Damn right, woman. <laughs> And let's see if we can do this here without killing our connection. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? 
the newest published author on the VTW website. That's Yay. right. Our newest blogger who I snuck out and, and posted during the show. Yes, I'm a multitasker, and I, I do play one on TV. <laughs> so if you check out the uh, Bloggers Alley section or just the front page of VTWProductions.com, you'll see Deus Ex's premiere entry into the community blog, which was My Gearbox Community Day Experience by Deus Ex. Nice. nice. All right. Congratulations. Congrats. Good job. Now your next deadline is Thanks, guys. No, it's just yeah. whatever. <laughs> your next oh, no. deadline is answering the day's question. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your feelings on Apple's latest uh, round of goodies? I actually don't have much to say about the iPads. I want to talk about the new app, the new laptops and desktops. Okay. The first iteration of the iMac in a while. No kidding. What are they doing ditching the optical drive? On the we've, iMac. Now, we've had this conversation before in Apple's history. My God, they're shipping a computer with no floppy and only an optical drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Apple is so stupid. Okay. Now, are we, are, you, are we at the crossroads again where Apple's just ahead of the curve, where everything you possibly want is available by direct download? Or is Apple really screwing up this time? Because people have said before, my God, you can't get a Blu-ray drive in an Apple product. Apple is so dumb. Right. And turns out almost no one cares. Yeah. Those who... <laughs> so I've had this... I feel I've had this exact conversation computers before at least these two times of they're getting rid of the floppy. Oh, my God. How dumb. They're going to kill themselves. They're not yeah. offering a Blu-ray option. Oh, God. They're so dumb. Is this that same conversation again? Oh, God, they're not putting an optical drive in. They're so dumb. Or are they going to be revealed to just have been ahead of the curve and gotten there when? Because you can add a DVD-ROM drive USB to a computer for twenty nine ninety nine. Sure. And pull it out of the drawer when you need it. Well, I think it comes down to, of course, a lot of the Apple uh, software is sold via iTunes. Yes, and yeah. they're and they now with the with Lion with Mountain Lion they've got the App Store, right? Yeah, but if you don't have reliable access to the internet, like I don't, which I'm sadly the one percent of America that doesn't have reliable internet anywhere I go, I have to take everything to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Run a really long extension cable. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Set up a bunch of repeaters. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you somebody's tried that. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and I think what Apple would say to you is, well, go to your you know, online retailer and buy right. a $29.99 right. DVD ROM. You have and, a, a, a handy USB. Yeah, external or whatever. for the cheap. I mean, you can buy the Apple version for $69.99. Right. Or the Asus version from Fried's Electronics for $29.99. That's the exact same damn job. Yeah. Because I think what the Apple is also trying to do is force people towards the App Store. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that makes Apple money. Oh, yeah. Lots of money. But th- does that make them more smart, or is that, or is that a dumb move? What do you guys think? I think it's I think it's following the times. I mean, if you look at it from a gaming perspective, something we didn't even mention, you have places like Good Old Games now does Mac games, all digital download. Steam, Steam has been doing mm-hmm. it for a while. Exactly. I mean, and now Steam is going to have their own app store for non-gaming apps that they just started putting up, which I'm sure you're going to see Mac uh, software or third-party software there. You'll have Apple has their app store. I mean, it's... It's pretty clear that digital download is the way way of things now. They want it to be because they've they've learned from the iOS app store 
we are now sitting on $9 billion cash, yeah. and this did not happen by accident. Right. Because um, they take that 30 or 40% cut of every mm-hmm. app download. Mm-hmm. So you wonder why they're so saying, hey, look how many billions of app downloads are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if they can force that same model, and this, this has to be making the, the software retailers uh, a little nervous. Oh, yeah. Because um, this is the beginning of the death knell for them. Just, right. And just ask Blockbuster Video about right. that same kind of migration. Um, where enough of the customer base has reliable internet where it makes sense for Apple to make this switch. Mm-hmm. And, but there will still be the, the, the remaining, you know, they'll still press stuff to DVD. And you'll still be able to get that USB or Firewire DVD drive for, those, for people like you who have crappy internet. And Apple's basically saying to you, yeah, you're going to have to pay a little bit extra. Oh, well. Yeah. The, the seething mass of our customers couldn't care less, and they're going to get digital downloads. So we're going to sell to them. <laughs> I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying there's, your, there's your cheery message there you for go. today. Oh, You're Ap- screwed. Apple doesn't <laughs> love you or want your money, apparently. Exactly. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> well, I'm actually in the market for a new laptop because my laptop's coming up on two years old, and usually uh, I, I have a two-year product cycle with my stuff. It's positively Cretaceous, my God. I at the, uh, the new MacBook Pro with the Retina display. Mm-hmm. Just rolled out in this last press release, and damn, is it shiny! That looks good. Shiny. Uh, well, does that one have standard uh, solid state drive? I believe so. I don't know though. Have we lost Davis? Or maybe I'm still here. Okay, you're you're breaking up a little bit. Um, I mean, Apple's gone with their last generation. You know, one of the controversies about it was everything was glued together, and right? It was, but it makes for a really small case and very tight tolerances. And but the solid state drives on those. I mean, the the performance is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and with more and more of stuff we do moving to the cloud again, sticking a fork in you because you don't have good internet access, you can't take advantage <laughs> of these cloud based things. But because of that, they're not quite as obsessed about huge capacity on the built in drives on these machines because they'd rather go for performance. So you're going to get a smaller capacity drive, but it's going to be solid state that uses tiny amounts of electricity is incredibly high performance and doesn't care if you smack it around a bit while it's operating. Right. Um, but you can't use it for your massive amounts of built-in storage like you could with the previous generation where you get a terabyte or two with a mechanical drive. Yeah. But they're basically saying to themselves, well, again, the mass of you our just don't need clients yeah, right. exactly. are saving stuff on Google Drive or right. iCloud. So we'll if you need to just house media, you can just use a passport drive or some sort of ex- external well, Thunderbolt. Drive. Right. I mean, Thunderbolt. That's what I was looking at doing for my uh, my iTunes collection. Yeah. See, I still have my iPad too, which I got totally free. Nice. Congrats. And that's so I that mean, works for me. The last generation of machine came out with the uh, Thunderbolt interface, which is incredibly fast. So you no longer pay any kind of penalty for having an external drive. So there, again, since it's the, the bleeding edge technology, it's a little more expensive, but you could get a very small, I mean, you know, cigarette pack sized, two and a half inch form factor external sure. drive, a couple of two, four terabytes with a Thunderbolt interface, and it'll be wicked fast and hold everything you possibly want and is tiny and portable enough there where you can take it with you when you go on the road. It just kind of defeats the purpose of the, I want my just my laptop to be my entire computing experience. Right. Right. But and for a lot of people, 
the you know, 250 or 500 gig solid state drive will be plenty because they're living on the cloud. But for someone who doesn't have good, reliable internet all the time, it's a bit of a kick in the shorts of, exactly. oh, I've lost oh, all yeah. my storage. I can't believe we're sitting here saying that 500 gigs is not enough storage. It is oh, not enough not. storage. It's like, what, how things have changed. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not even close. My first, I mean, my first hard drive was five megabytes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was this full height, multiple five and a quarter inch platter monstrosity with this huge power <laughs> supply. And it sounded like a 747, you know, prepared landing. for takeoff. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, landing with the reverse thrusters on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And now we're like oh, 500 gigs. I don't know, man. That's how, nothing. Yeah. How are we ever going to live I know. Uh, on that much? Well, everyone, uh, take time to visit Bloggers Alley on VTWProductions.com and read Deus Ex's premier blogging experience. You can go help take his blogging virginity. Yes, <laughs> be gentle. Yeah, and nice, uh, nice Mad Moxie uh, uh, avatar in uh, Skype there. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Take care, guys. Take you care. Will. Catch you next cleavage. time. That's from Port- Borderlands. Borderlands too. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Nothing like good cleavage to end up the show, huh? Right. I guess so. All right. Thank you for your calls, guys. Good discussion. I'm glad we got some dissenting opinions in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, we seem to be heavily stilted towards fanboyism. Um, I think it's resignedism for me. <laughs> like, I know. I'm resigned well, you, you to how remember well it works. me so, yeah. railing against yeah. the, the oh, closed yeah. ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Can't stand the iPad right. idea. Of, and, but, it, I mean, it took them so damn long to get the good Android tablets to market that I was, you know, two years gone as an iPad user before anything you yeah. know, remotely competitive showed up. Well, I mean, but again, it, it's, it's going to take somebody else doing something that makes me go, oh, my God, I want that. Mm-hmm. And Samsung does the little smack the phones together, but it doesn't make me go, oh, my God, I have to have that. Yeah. It's just like that. That's kind of cool. But it's not something that... Ooh, got to get me yeah, some of that. Yeah, my phone still right now, you know, as long as the stuff that I have does what I want it to do, it works until something comes out that makes me go, I really want to do that, and the Apple stuff doesn't do that, then then I'll probably look to, to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just so much easier with, you know, just the family yeah. all being pretty much Apple. Yeah. Or will soon be, because even I'm going to pass my phone down to... Aridin soon, right. so. Yep, so. That's it. And, you know, I totally forgot during the gaming segment. I beat XCOM. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll talk about that next time. We'll talk about it next time because I'm going to have to actually play some games to yeah. talk about next time. I even started Dishonored. Ah! I know. No! Yeah, that, that just happened. <laughs> Dang it! I was next. Because Aridin's just like. Machine. Blazing through. He's it. like Dishonored, done. Now he borrowed XCOM from me, and he just <laughs> beat, beat it. Darksiders. No, he hasn't beat XCOM yet. I thought he said he beat it last night. No, no, okay. no he's just, restarted just... for like the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, time for closing statements. Right, right. Closing statement. So remember, spread the word. We have the giveaway. Finally, all the goodie bags and things from conventions that you've helped us go to that we've been saving up for you and that our listeners, such as Deathformer, have been taking the time to send us from faraway places to distribute to all of you, waiting for you to win. No purchase necessary, <laughs> no charge. We're not going to sell your info. Just we want to give back. Barely any effort even needed. Yes. You have to click on one button. <laughs> so either visit the Casually Hardcore Facebook page and look in the upper right-hand corner for the giveaway tab, or come to vtwproductions.com, look at the Casually Hardcore page, and it will be near the top uh, yeah. underneath today's episode after I post it. 
And it's just the casually hardcore goodie bag giveaway of Ought 12. Yeah. Yes. Get in there. Start your enter holiday one time. seasons off right. right. Um, and if you have suggestions to other stuff we can add to the list of giveaways, we have until you know two weeks from today when yeah. the contest ends. And so not this Sunday, but the Sunday after, we will announce the winners, pick them live on the air using the random omatic uh, feature of the raffle or raffle copter. Raffle copter. Um, tool. Right. And just get in there, participate. We are looking to give you some fun, free stuff. Boo and cool. yah. Thank you to all the volunteers on Versus the World, art team, audio team, all you researchers. Thank you to Bioman Alchemist, who had to do some emergency work on the Shoutcast server this week. Yeah, and I got noticed that. Up and rolling. <laughs> that was a fun one. Hey, raid failure. Let's just reinstall the OS from scratch. Ah, Restore from backup. Working closely with the hosting provider. Fun. This, is, this is why we have backups, kids. That's right. Uh, thank you for The Rock for helping me maintain the 24-7 server. Find us on Facebook. Search for Casually Hardcore or VTW Productions or Versus the World. Follow us on Twitter at Alpha Geek Radio, at VTW Productions, at GnomeWise, at Izzy Grail. That's I-Z-Z-Y. At Daxa, C-H, that's D-A-K-S-A, at Gwenora, or at Iolite underscore C-H. You can send us your emails, comments, quotes, smartass, you know, comments, quotes, smartass remarks, yeah. C-H at com. Check out our sister feeds, Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews, uh, to which I hope to have content to post soon, getting some interviews arranged. Hmm. And sponsor a content segment sometime. We're giving away a show's worth of those as part of the giveaway. For a measly $5 donation, you can get us to introduce a segment of your choosing on any show with words that you type and we have to say, again, within reason of profanity, racism, all, all those right. things that uh, Violent Acres did. Don't do those. Right. Learn from his example. <laughs> you think you're anonymous. <laughs> Take a moment to... Visit the Casually Hardcore page. If you have something you need to buy on Amazon, especially with the holidays coming up here, you can basically do a for-free-to-you donation to Casually Hardcore by using the search engine tool on Casually Hardcore. It's on the right-hand side. We've got one for the U.K., one for the U.S. Begin the search for each of your items there. It takes you right to Amazon. Complete your purchase as normal. Costs you nothing extra and gets us a little cut of the action that helps us keep the, uh, keep the servers running. Keep it all going. Keep it all running. And we appreciate everything you do to help us uh, keep going. As we look forward to trying to, I've been looking into you know, adding video to our yeah. Tedious new video. Have cast. you figured out how you're going to do that? It's a major undertaking. That's right. what I thought. Yeah. Um, especially looking at you know, a camera for each of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, it's another computer. Right, right. And a not unpowerful Wussy computer. computer yeah. We're looking at an Ultrabook here. Um, if, if we want it as a portable, which if we take this stuff on the road, as we often We're do, it kind of needs it. to be a portable. Yeah. So as, as juicy and you know, as nice as it is, you know, we, we talked to Total Biscuit about this idea while we were at PAX, and he said, hey, guys, if you want to you know, go to the next level, it's yeah. got to be video, and he would know. Right. Uh, and we're like, yeah, great, but it's just looking at the, the mechanics of it. Now that I've got time to invest in this again. You know, all my life stuff for the last several months is now finally petering off to a reasonable level. I've actually had a chance to look into this. And it's like, okay, it's not difficult to do once you have the equipment. Sure. Mm. It's an impressive learning curve. Mm-hmm. So it's not something I'm going to be able to do overnight. Right away, yeah. But once it's in place, you know how to do it, the actual production going forward 
becomes almost as trivial as the audio broadcast and right. podcasting we do now. Oh, okay. But getting there is hard. a challenge. It is the trick. Uh-huh. So that's the kind of thing uh, your donations would go towards. Um, but we'll keep posting the whole video thing. We'll keep experimenting. We'll get through the holidays and all the mayhem associated with that, and we'll maybe give it a go uh, beginning of 2013 after our typical holiday hiatus. Cool. There you go. So thank you for all your donations, and if you have time to do your Amazon searches from our page, every little bit helps, and we appreciate it. Yep. You can find us via Stitcher Radio if you prefer, uh, or you can download the app, be it Android or iOS, tune into the live stream, download episodes of all the podcasts directly to your portable device. Just go to the front page of vtwproductions.com. On the right-hand side, there's the link for the Android app and the iOS app, or just search for us on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, and we're in there. Just search for VTW. It's called the VTW app. It lets you listen in live or listen to archives. lets you see the most recent posts on the forums right in the app. lets you see our most recent posts to Twitter, all kinds of fun stuff front page posts it's all in there it's 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 a pocket-sized mobile version of your versus the world experience do it now (laughs) sorry and normally coming up next would be your three-hour break from internet porn in the form of emperor's court emperor and child are both bedridden with illness Ah. and threatened to within an inch of their life by mystic mim to remain resting and to look out for his health rather than necessarily doing a podcast uh live show this week so there will be no emperor's court this week sadly uh but we wish emperor a speedy recovery yep and thank mystic mim for keeping him healthy and willing to go that extra mile to threaten him with bodily harm to stop him from inflicting bodily harm upon himself of course it's the only way to go it's because she rocks (laughs) (laughs) this is how she rolls you have been listening to casually hardcore live on versus the world radio We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Get your entries in for your slice of the goodie bags. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And in the intervening time, Iolite has spirited Nemesis away for his birthday trip to Peter Piper yeah. Pizza. In case none of you noticed. Exactly. <laughs> noticed. We gagged her. So, <laughs> I have been Iolite. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. Oh, hush your mouth. Silence! <laughs> and we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.